Quincy Jones Show podcast, and uh, you may have heard of me, mm-hmm. Quincy Jones Go, Mr. No Mercy, but I'm here in the doctor's office, the main studio, if you will, with the man, the hip-hop hybrid, the only one, in fact, and uh, the best damn tag team partner a guy could ever ask for, world's greatest in the building. What's going on, Doc Lesnar? Boom. You know what it is, hip-hop hybrid, only one in existence in the world of pro wrestling and hip-hop, as I tell you, every single week. On every single platform your little heart desires, but we are back with another brand spanking edition of the Quincy Jones Show. Mr. Quincy Jones, go. Got some news for you, man. Yeah, we do. Obviously, I, I think y'all know some of the stuff we've been to get into. A lot of uh, a lot of discussions this week, right, about yeah. what's real, what's not. Which, honestly, real quickly, I'll say, I miss this. Yeah. In a sense of not being able to tell which is real from what, you know what I mean? The unpredictability. I, I will say I don't like the addition of the millions and millions of, of Twitter commentary on it. I love being uh, left guessing and then, you know, the, the standard cliffhanger. The speculation. But, like, just, just be patient. And it's been, I, 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 I see you that, my, my dude. is. It's been like, a while since it's felt like this. When watching wrestling, not and, knowing and, what and to expect on large, an episodic basis. Yeah. That's a large part of, of the, their selling point. Yep. To keep people coming back, to keep people investing the in the anything product. Anything could happen, uh, yeah, you know, absolutely, WWE absolutely. trope. So. It's just, it's just what I hate is that you, instead of keeping it kayfabe commentary, now it's, oh, we we knew this guy was a shit, shit bag. And, you know, it's just all this... More nope. of the toxic shit, but let's let's get into it. No, at all, but no, yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, going right to that point, we did get a return. Monday Night Raw saw the return, of course, in case you missed it, of Johnny Gargano, yeah, uh, and actually made his main roster debut. Of sorts um, that that video you showed me of the live reaction. Wait, right off the commercial break, just like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dude, was I, like, yeah, that's how I felt when I watched. Because I, I I was when I I, I had a feeling something happened because I saw him tweet something. So when I was like, oh, this must be burnt during like a, a Miz Champa segment or something. Like maybe he's going to come out like Logan, they'd be down Logan Paul again or so. I didn't know how it was going to go. But to see that it was its own standalone thing. Yeah, yeah. And they involved Austin. And we talked about it off air. It was seamless how they were able to oh, yeah, I was spin just, the who's the daddy thing. It, exactly. If you know, you know, that whole thing with, with him and Austin Theory. I thought it was yeah, really, really good with the with the Rebel Heart theme too. Because we haven't really heard that. I think maybe his last match or segment in NXT. But before that, it was a lot of the way stuff. You know, so I thought that was Side, good. Sidebar, good you yeah. know who actually mentioned that? Carmelo Hayes put... I love Rebel Heart with a, a teary eye emoji. I'm like, damn, y'all would have tore it up. Oh, yeah, title, definitely. Bro. I remember they were flirting with that a little bit. No title involved, but I remember he was talking his, his shit to, to Gargano on his way out. So, But, uh, yeah, man, the return itself was not advertised prior. And like we just said, it fell out of nowhere because it casually kind of happened after returning from a commercial break. And the feeling of surprise will be uh, explained by Fightful Select, of course, as they report Johnny's <laughs> name was not featured on any rundowns of the show prior to it going live. And much talent and production staff were kept in the dark. As really? W- yeah, okay. WWE 
reportedly flew him privately to Toronto on the corporate jet and hid him from everyone for most of the day. Only a few select knew, and uh, while most only found out as he arrived that gorilla position minutes before the segment. Uh, obviously, you guys remember he took some time That's off cool, after his uh, contract expired See, last December. He had his son with Candice LeRae, and it said that WWE were reportedly patient. He and called respect- him. He called him baby wrestling. Yeah, baby wrestling. <laughs> yeah. But WWE were said to be reportedly patient and respectful of his wishes while maintaining their interest to resign him during that time. That's so, cool, man. Because yeah. um, there's certain you know there's always that whole uh, thing. They're like, well, you you're not supposed to work the boys. You, you got to let people know what's going on so everyone knows is on the same page. But Sometimes when there's like moments like that, like the Sting thing, right? That's another one with AEW when no one knew until you started walking. Everyone's yep. like, "Holy fuck!" That's exactly the the like, most recent example of that same treatment I could think of. I mean, the right? Hardy Boys have done it. There's been a few people that have been able to surprise people, you know. But um, there's usually a lot of rambling or, or, or rumors rumbling around it. You know, same thing with a. And a, that's the thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. He 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 did a good job mm-hmm. of keeping that poker hand the way it was. But I loved it because I was worried when he first came out because all I saw was Gargano. I'm like, does he not get a first name now? I was like, wait, Vince isn't here. What's going on? Hmm. Because that's oh. just, that's just what the the back video said. Just hit oh, Gargano. okay, gotcha. Yeah, I think it's just because Johnny could be. There's a lot of Johns, Johnnies, Jonathan's short for John or John. Johnny John, Johnny you know what I mean? Uh, he he did comment on uh, a, a, a WWE digital exclusive uh, saying that. Uh, to stand there and watch my name come up on the uh, Tron and see people go nuts, I'm like, man, it's really a, a relief. I feel like a huge weight is lifted off my shoulders now because people remember who I am, and now it's time to get to work. Oh, and, they, uh, were, they were looking at you, Johnny. They wanted to know what your next move was. Yeah, and then PW Insider yeah. did. Uh, yeah. They said he has now been uh, officially added to the internal Raw roster as a awesome, baby, baby face. And uh, this is curious, as uh, a lot of people thought maybe a AEW debut might have been in his future, uh, but FIFO Select noted that negotiations between the two never truly progressed to advanced stages and there were some in AEW who did not think he would make the jump but uh, apparently there was a lot that were lobbying for him to uh, come on over while uh, he did clarify the impact wrestling although he did do that spot for I think it was Alex Shelley yeah it was never a serious consideration for him so I, I, I wouldn't think so I mean and, and the only reason being it's not because the quality of product it's, it's money yeah because they can't match what he's made before you know what I mean yeah, there's, yeah, there's no way which that's totally fine you know what I mean? But AEW, to be honest, I don't know if that would have been a, f- a fit for him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, people will obviously they're gonna I, they're gonna I, chant for him, but I like think it's a fantasy booking type of thing. Like yeah, him yeah. versus a lot of the guys are him and Brian, him and Garcia. Of course, him, him people and, like him yeah. and him and him and Danielson for sure. Yeah, that that's yeah, man. I mean, because the, maybe and, revisit him and Andrade. And you I know think what that's mean? the like, only thing is like I think I would have saw him more on a free agent basis just to get some some. Uh, bucket list items off I think ba- so ba- based on availability and, and who these guys are contracted to and then we probably would have saw him you know maybe a few in New Japan stars too maybe him and Osprey or something but I could have seen that yeah I, I don't know if yeah I think WWE honestly Johnny already had his name going there but they really really hit the ground running with the way that they built him up character wise yeah it's I think me, he's just I, a WWE guy to be I was gonna say you know and then we talked about the comment he had last week regarding everyone's returns and I, I don't have it right in front of me but there were the way he phrased it it was like we see what's going on and we'll be back soon and it was like that almost sounds like you're saying back soon to the fold like to add to the surprises you know what I mean well, so but I didn't want to speculate the interesting thing is we haven't seen that it's for sure that Candace will be back yet but you got to add the fact that he shows up and then Dexter 
<laughs> you know yeah, I mean? and then you got theory in the mix, and then yeah. I saw uh, what you'll report on. Yeah, Apparently, yeah. you know, we saw Dexter make a brief uh, return to NXT, which I thought Big was pop. very well done. Big pop. I mean, the the way they presented it and how he backed out and all that, and I don't want to jump the gun. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very well done, and it just commends the professionalism that is Sam Shaw. That I think goes unrecognized because he barely speaks. I'm not. Most I'm of the not going to lie to you. Like I was surprised that he was one of the names. You know, it's, you know, the, the the meme going around is the Thanos glove, right? I was surprised he was one of the stones. That people would like. I would agree. Um, but nothing against him because I don't right away when I think of Triple H guys that yeah, maybe I'm, got the boot. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think because the new name right now that people are thinking is Jonah might be. Yeah, that, what I was just going to say, I would think on a list of guys that were possible to bring back that aren't somewhere else. Yeah, Swerve I would think, probably would have been on that list. Yeah, yeah right. Not yeah, exactly. That's why as, I said yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I would think Bronson would be higher yeah. as a priority than He just than had a great Dexter. G1 um, performance, too. So people have been, been touting that. So I heard Triple H has been having his eyes on, on uh, what he's been doing since – since leaving the Fed, okay. but, or I, I should say not leaving, but being kicked out the Fed. Oh, for, okay, gotcha. Because, you know, he, he got let go. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he had a choice. Well, speaking of Raw, it was a pretty hot uh, night because they were in Toronto, and, of course, we had Edge compete uh, in the main event to a big hometown crowd. Of course, there was a big schmaz at the end and all that with, you know, his uh, Beth coming Canadian in. Canadian and, destroyer. And, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it seems like uh, we might be – Entering the home stretch of Edge's uh, I heard about run. this, yeah. Uh, Off-air, he cut a promo to the crowd saying, I hope to come back one last time here in Toronto. Looking at the calendar, we usually come back in August. So next August, I guarantee each and every one of you uh, that I'll be back here. And in a perfect world, we all say goodbye to each other that night. Hey, it's okay, man. This is a place for me to do it, uh, mean, uh, meaning retire. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I mean this when I say it. I love all you, and in case you missed it, I love being Canadian. You know, And what he means if you missed it. The Destroyer. It happened so fast. It happened so fast. No, I, the, so splash. I just hated how commentary didn't play up the... Kind oh, the, the move that he taught Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. But uh, speaking of uh, just a brief update, because, you know, obviously Edge is known for, uh, you know, coming back from a gruesome neck injury. Yeah. Uh, someone we keep updating on the injury side yeah, is yeah, Big yeah. E with his yeah. neck injury. And you know what? Uh, he had a really cool sit down with uh, Ryan Satin. And, oh, uh, I, I want to catch that. Yeah, he had, yeah. and uh, I want to just play this clip real quick. He had this to say uh, going on about his uh, injury so far. Upside is right now I have no nerve issues. Uh, there's no tingling. No weakness. Uh, I've been in the gym since two weeks after breaking my neck. Crazy. I was going to ask that. Crazy. Yeah. They, they told me as long as your neck is in the brace, as long as you stay in the brace, you're good for that. So, um, yeah, I've been working out. I feel great. Um, I'm just really grateful, honestly. I, I feel like in many ways it feels like a bullet whizzed by my face. Like I felt the wind of the bullet go by my head. And uh, I'm very grateful to still be here, to still have use of my limbs, to, feel, to still feel good. So, yeah. Uh, I, that's really my biggest takeaway is just gratitude. Like, I truly am grateful that I'm still here. I'm still kicking it. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, nothing short of amazing as far as recovery, but I would also have to attribute to the, you know, he likes the, the, the chest meats and, 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 and the muscle meat. Cause, oh, yeah. This, cause that's like, not like the first Bro- time. Like he... Brock. People yeah. say if Brock wasn't stacked like he was, and he was someone else missing that shooting star, he would have died, broke his neck. Right? Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's probably one of the earliest um, you know parallels in it. Yeah, yeah. we use. But if we par- if we swing back to Big E, let's talk about all the times he hit those explosive spears and uh, did, dude, didn't ropes, have the best dude. landing, and we all thought he broke his neck, bro. Like you know, and, but, but, and nothing yeah. happened then. So it's crazy to think he went this long, um, and it's got to be those traps, baby. I'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> like, lie to you though. 
that last portion of that uh, of his quote just mm-hmm. made me think that he just needs to step away from wrestling because him saying I felt like basically I I missed a bullet just nearly missed me. Yeah. That doesn't mean to go back and I mean because especially when he like that's one thing but when he says and you know the fact that I have still full control of my lens I'm like Okay, when you put it that way, bro, like one bad German and you could get paralyzed. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know. I mean, yeah, that that's because that's scary, and but, I don't want to witness again, that in the ring, dude. I, like, and, and I hear you, but if you think about the first thing he said, is he's been working out since then with the true. brace, very you true. know. So hopefully, um, more of that meats is building yeah, up, bigger, better, as they say. Yeah, just, just stack the meats up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stack the meats. Just, up. just you know, the mountain of meats on the shoulders of a. Uh, Biggie, man. Either way, man, I just want to make sure, you know, dude, like, because I'm not going to lie, watching what happened with Stone Cold as a kid. Yeah, before the before tech- no, medical technology got but, better. But yeah. you're thinking it's part of the show and yeah. not realizing, oh, no, we yeah. witnessed, like, yeah. someone going paralyzed and them having to carry him. To, like, this is crazy. You know, I don't want to witness something like that again. You're seeing, yeah. like, literally the free will of a human being. Being super vulnerable yeah, in front yeah. Of, yeah it's just oh man um very you know but um but yeah you know not to go you know, hey, no no i get you i mean just concern just from a place of concern exactly man, yeah. and that's why you know even the if it's little progression i try to provide any type of big e updates here um, absolutely because he's very well liked and and you know and and a very uh, uh humble athlete you know and i just think even though he got some roses, it wasn't the proper, you know, uh, he didn't get to hold them for as long as he would like to enjoy the scent. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'll never know why. Maybe with the new regime, that'll change if he does decide to come back. But we'll see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I was going to uh, go into something uh, kind of interesting uh, with WWE. Is um, You know, earlier this year at uh, WrestleMania, a lot of people saw some photos floating around with Brett Lauderdale, you know, the owner of GCW, and apparently he was gifted tickets to Mania. Yeah, supposedly, like, I don't, I I think he kayfaves it on Twitter, but he's like, I want to just shout out my good friend Stephanie McMahon. Well, that's the thing is, yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of, uh, uh, they're saying, me and he took a photo with Stephanie, and she was the one that sent him the the tickets. I don't know how great his experience was, you know, I mean, fake it till you make it, whatever. But, uh, you know, since then, a lot of uh, weird regular interactions has happened between WWE and GCW on social media. And so a lot of people have been wondering, like, the extent of their business relationship. And this was kind of furthered more because uh, Bodyslam.net, they kind of reported that the Miz and Seth Rollins were seen backstage I saw at that. the GCW Homecoming event on uh, August 13th. But I think it was um, what city was it in? Uh, it was Atlantic City, New Jersey. Yeah, they were yeah. they were working a live event. The yeah, same yeah. Night, but I, yeah, I still, you know, that. I mean, I guess Seth was watching. Yeah, he the was he was caught. Yeah, he was caught uh, as they say, jerking the curtain. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could do that move on WWE. Ah, ah, <laughs> oh man! And then, uh, but it was he's probably watching the way that they fucking did flat back wrong. That's probably what he's watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He's like, I used to do this. Shit. Or may- and maybe he was recruiting for his own. Uh, you know, he's got his wrestling school. He's so. probably looking at the crazy outfits and like, what can I pluck <laughs> yeah, for Monday? Yeah. Oh, it's drip season. Drip season. Yeah. Uh, and it's also speculated the Miz was there because you know uh, Cardona and Chelsea Green were doing a wedding. Uh, yeah, a lot segment, of people were saying so, that too, yeah. and I'm sure he probably was making sure he was not fucking seen at that thing but probably someone still said that he was yeah. there i mean by body slam down now was able to report but uh uh moving on to uh probably last bit of uh, wwe news uh, before going to nxt stuff uh Jeff Jarrett, uh, we saw him come into play as a referee not too long ago, SummerSlam, and a random turn of events for a tag team title match. The right? only tie-in was Nashville. Yeah, 
And, exactly. And, at that point, uh, it could have been fucking Dixie Carter out there, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> at that point, right. And then, uh, of course, uh, we saw him take place in uh, Ric Flair's last match, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, which, you know, was curious to see. But, uh, you know, it's weird because he, he did work with WWE following his Hall of Fame induction in 2019. Uh, he was a producer, and he got let go in July 2021. And then in May, he reported it was reported that he returned to WWE to take over the company's live events business as a senior VP of live events. Oh, that's a good idea, to be uh, honest. Exactly. You know, as given his experience, and he mm-hmm. confirmed such on you know his My World podcast. But on Monday, it was reported that Jarrett's now left the company again. Uh, no reason's been given for this departure, though he did leave on good terms. But it came at the same week that we hear Road Dog. Got See, back into the fold, and it was said it was for an executive position, and at first it was not known what responsibilities, and now it ironically is seen that Jesse James has replaced Jeff Jarrett. The roadie has now <laughs> became the main act. Yes. And Don't piss me off, Lesnar. That Okay, so like, the, the wording though, he left... Yeah, he's gone. I, yeah, it, what's the what? Did it he didn't he say. Left? Yeah, I, I have not confirmed. He was let go. It, it was it, amicable. It, it seems amicable. <laughs> it seems amicable because he, you know, on Twitter did thank WWE for allowing him to be take part in the Ric Flair's match because they didn't have to let him do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, and, that's true. and so, that's true. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I mean, it, nothing has been has been uh, confirmed as to if he. Left, but you know, a lot of people too. Not to throw this in here, but made parallels to that's just what Jeff does. Started with WWE, and then he left and went to uh, WCW, and then he came back to WWE for a little bit, and then went back to WWE, WWE. Yeah. and then TNA forever, and then G- GFW, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, and then, up and down, and then back. To, so it's just what he does. You know, he goes with he, he needs work. So, but you know, Road Dog, you know, obviously hey, he, hey, he's worked backstage. Have bag will travel for bag. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> like, no, that's my TNA bag. Over yeah, there, right? seriously. But uh, you know, Road Dog, to his credit, has uh, you know been a writer for Friday Night SmackDown and uh, for NXT, and he's been a coach for NXT as well, which is crazy. Cause yeah, I can't... he um he was talking a little bit to the K100 crew um about what he was you know the stuff that he was doing, the stuff he's seen, and and how the writing. He had a real real interesting perspective. So I wonder if like him being hired back on, I'm like. I, I bet you didn't think you were coming back because you were talking about a, like yeah, kind of I mean, peeling back a lot. Yeah, he was without trying. getting himself in too much trouble, but just like they would ask him like, "How yeah. was the atmosphere?" And he'd like he'd be, he'd be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he was like going July 2022, and then he was actually seen uh, backstage for Impact Wrestling's uh, Emergence pay per view in Mr. August. Mr. Dog. Yeah, you know, or or I guess what was his name in uh. Oh, BG James. BG James. Oh, what's it? Yeah, it was BG, BG James. James. Yeah. So and Either uh, the VKM or Three Live Crew, whichever. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Want. So uh, and then dovetail off of that, uh, Shawn Michaels has now been named the new vice president of creative talent development for. It seems like WWE. It, it was long ago that we got this uh, announcement, but it just because it, I think it was announced the day after the episode yeah. dropped, and we had to wait a whole week to talk about it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, DX is over here. I was like, are there? I was all, just gonna all, say all, like, you got Road Dog running the line. <laughs> events you I was got like, triple h running the main roster i'm like what's y'all woman doing around yeah, i was, I mean, <laughs> I was like is he uh, you know what's funny is I, I thought about that i was like i'm surprised walman hasn't like wanted to and i'm like you know what walman also seems like the kind of guy who likes to be his own man and, and like to be the guy that and didn't they, need to come back i to think he wants he's the know? type of guy that wants to plan his own schedule and not be on someone else's either it, you know very I mean? true as far as disappointing his career and what he wants to do with his yeah time. and he's got the podcast and he's doing his, yeah. his shots now yeah yeah you know did a little thing for gcw but yeah he did 
think he was uh, commentating for them a few guest spots and stuff like that. Yeah, had and, the had the matches and stuff too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know, just to add to this because it does seem like DX is taking over. Dave Meltzer said, "I think a lot of people <laughs> who are not Paul Levesque people are probably feeling a bit nervous, and it's going to be a changing of the guard. It's just how it's going to be, as it's always going to be that way, you know." And I, but I don't know I if guess, that's even a, a high percentage of the locker room because only a few of the locker room that weren't Triple H guys also weren't really Vince guys. Or women, because you think about, like, the Charlottes and the Romans. Yeah. But then aside from that, it's like everyone else kind of just were just trying to work hard. You know, because, like, yeah. you would argue that Kevin Owens is a Vince guy, too, I, I, even though I he think, came from Trips. I think what it is, it's, it's almost like if you're from NXT, you're almost like... Yeah, you're the, auto, the, the automatically, yeah, yeah you're got branded. Like, yeah, and let's be honest, like, since the women's revolution, like, NXT's really been infiltrating the main main roster at least the last five, six Successfully, years. Successfully, that's a whole you know, other yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, debate. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. They there definitely not, have been more uh, call-ups yeah. since the early yeah. stages, 100%. Yeah, I didn't say, yeah. yes, infiltration is not successful runs, yeah. <laughs> is what I'll say. So uh, it's been limited. But, uh, yeah, per, and then uh, I, I thought it was uh, Yeah, the conversion rate is a little off. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, saying, yeah. definitely. And I just wanted to add, on top of the, all this backstage, you know, changing, it seems, uh, you know, the feeling from PW Insider, they said that it's kind of night and day, specifically for the production staff, as one source told them, quote, that it's like they're allowed to feel like it's fun to work here, which says a lot. You know what I mean? To, well, to say that. The, the other thing is, a I'm lot not, of, I don't, I still don't believe it's like all, you know, encompassing like rainbows and, and sunshine once you step into, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's still somewhat work. You know what I mean? Oh, but yeah, it's just yeah, a, a, a way people, uh, less stressful, I think, environment is what I've been hearing. Because what I heard is that the, the shows now have been re- already 80% written before the, the day starts now. Yeah, which is already an improvement. As opposed the, to like, yeah. yeah. And it did say several people who were looking to leave like months ago have now started to reconsider you know, but in hopes that the honeymoon phase we're talking about kind of lasts. So we'll, we'll see, you know, or becomes a standard now. But I mean, uh, I, yeah. I, I, but Trips gets it though. You know what I mean? You you've already seen like he's done little things just now just to get the interest back into the product. Yeah. And then now the real work is he's after the return stop because it can't always be that, and they can't rely on these. Hey, we're in Pittsburgh, so Kurt Angle showing up because I was like, oh, y'all are in Detroit and uh, uh, tonight on SmackDown, we're gonna see RVD or maybe a big, <laughs> yeah, big Kevin Nash or something. Word word. That, that, that's a good. That, that <laughs> you know is I mean? a good question. But but it's a, it's a good tactic, but they can't also do that all the time, right? Yeah. So it's like I think once that wears off, like you said, that honeymoon phase of like, okay, now we got some. He's trying to fix some guys because I also heard that there was a conversation creatively that he had with the new creative writers where he was talking about specifically like guys like Shinsuke. Like he's like, we all everybody in this room knows that Roman versus Shinsuke at WrestleMania. That's the main event. Yeah. However, you know, he, you know, I'm paraphrasing at this point, but he's like, in in relation to other people that he tried to bring up, mm-hmm. and the booking's been abysmal. He basically was was talking about more or less how many people he can save and how many people that are beyond saving. Unfortunately. Oh. Okay. And uh, supposedly he feels like Shin is beyond saving based on what Vince did to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's. That that's the shame because he could once go they go away to the and main come back, line, but you know what I mean. But I mean, I I guess my thing is this: is I don't think depending where where NXT goes post um, Worlds Collide, yeah. whatever this I guess three era that's going <laughs> to be coming yeah. into right two point five. It, it'll be interesting because if a guy like Apollo could could come back and thrive, and I would say arguably Dolph did, even though it was a very brief stint. And it was just weird to see him there, even though he he did used to be in NXT, but it just you know Nick wasn't wasn't it. predominantly like featured, you know. So 
it just makes me wonder if Shin could come back. Is there room for that believably? Like like when Finn I, I think, came back, think, it felt I think like he could come back, could come down to NXT, get a little I, bit. I'm not saying he's not recharged. welcome. I just wonder yeah. if there's enough oh, no, no, guys no. where him in the fold goes, ooh. You know, because like like when Finn came back, you go, damn, man, you got Gargano, Ciampa, yeah. uh, UE, Adam Cole. You got all these guys that he could Especially work with. Especially because he was on and, his print shit. And he shit almost at went time, at yeah. Walter for a bit, too. Remember? For, yeah, for I forgot again. about that. But so, I, yeah. I, I, think, I think, to be honest, Shin could fit it. Like, he could even be the guy to take the strap off Breaker. Yeah, you know what's interesting? Joe just said he... Said never say never to going back to WWE. Smaller? But, yeah, but he said before things got messed up, he wanted to drop the belt to Braun Breaker. And I'm like, I don't think I knew. Who, I knew. I don't even know who he was yet when you had the strap. Yeah, like uh, you know what I mean. So that, that's what I thought was a little interesting because he just showed up and he's like, "Hey, Eli Drake, what, let's just have a match." Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is how we're doing." It. Where's Regal? Yeah, 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 And I remember I kept asking, where's the authority figure? I'm like, Regal's just gone? I'm like, oh, I guess Mm. he's just... Well, you know what? That's a good way to segue to, uh, you know, you said Regal. Uh, NXT UK. Regal! We just speculated last week about whether the brand was going to disband. And they have sent, you know, uh, on last week's episode, I should say. And uh, they have since uh, taken to Twitter on uh, the 18th to announce they've come to terms on the releases of over 20 names. Dude, Uh, Mark Andrews was... I'm surprised they didn't keep Mark Andrews and then uh, Flash Webb or or Webster. Yeah, I... Exactly. I mean, and, you know, others were removed from the quietly removed from the roster page. So I don't yeah. know the extent, the full extent. But, yeah, no, uh, the full list. Um, and I'll have a little bit on Flash for you right now, because apparently he just signed an extension. So that's the guy it, who just. OK, yeah, they, they, I expected. heard that someone did, but I didn't, they didn't have the name. Yeah. Okay. And I got a little uh, what seems to be a little logic behind this. But um, the list uh, includes Flash Morgan Webster, Mark Andrews, Wild Boar. Uh, 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 I think it's uh, Amali. Uh, Jack Stars, Dave Mastiff, Ashton uh, Dave Smith. Mastiff? Yep. Millie McKenzie, Shaw Samuels, Nina Samuels, Primate, Sam Gradwell, Danny Luna. Uh, Damn, or Dan- Primate, maybe Primate Danny has Luna. buzz, too. Rohan R- uh, Raha, Kenny Williams, Zaya Brookside, Amir Jordan, Sid Scala, Eddie Dennis, Tyson T-Bone, T.O. Mann, Saxon Huxley, Trent Seven, and ring announcer really? Kirstie Bo- Bo- uh, Bosley or Bosley? I would have kept Zaya for sure. Yeah. Obviously, uh, you know. Yeah. And then I would have definitely kept Trent Seven. Mm-hmm. I definitely would have kept Mastiff and Primate. Yeah, and there, there's sheesh. A, that's crazy. There is a little more in this though. Uh, not, not for. I mean, we did see. And some then of course the, ta- the tag team, the Webster and what's his name. But yeah, my bad. Exactly. Oh no, you're good. Uh, the release talents. They took to Twitter to express gratitude, bid farewell a little bit, while former UK talents noted their excitement for the brand's future. As it seems that there's a plan to go on a hiatus before rebranding as NXT Europe yeah, in that's 2023. The, yeah, that's that's been the big talk. At first, I thought people were saying that just to you know troll about Triple H taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, yeah, we're not doing the UK. It's Europe now. I'm like. Because I remember back in the day, we're like, there's going to be NXT China and then NXT Pakistan. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, that's when they were over imagining. Yeah. But, you know, the former Walter or Gunter, he said, uh, quote, the whole of Europe has a rich history of pro wrestling. In the last decade, a lot of people have unselfishly put in the work to revive this great sport at our doorsteps. I'm excited for the uh, talent and the fans. While William Regal said, thank you for the incredible memories, NXT UK. It was a pleasure to be part of every show and training session. I work with you all. 
So, uh, and then in a press release, WWE noted NXT Europe plans to reimagine the brand and its talent pipeline with a pan-European focus. As a Mike Johnson, a PW Insider, he uh, noted that it was, you know, with a long hiatus ahead until the relaunch, it just didn't make sense to keep everyone under contract, which is probably why they released them. But the door is said to be open for a lot of the release roster. Oh, okay. No, no, that that does make sense. Financially, they, they, yeah, it's not a, yeah. And additionally, uh, just to add to this, uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, again, newly minted VP, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he uh, added, uh, he spoke to Fox News saying, uh, it's what NXT has always been, and that is to be a pipeline for the WWE in support of Raw and SmackDown. That process is going to continue. We are going to use the UK talent that we can to go into Worlds Collide and keep that representation out there for as long as we can. And as we move things over here in the process, we'll make all those decisions in 2023 about who's a part of NXT Europe and who continues to stay here in NXT in hopes of getting a main roster call-up. So, so if they are part of NXT Europe, they wouldn't be part of a possible call up. I, I, it seems like because it's still NXT territory, it, it wouldn't be considered a call up, mm. you know. But I think both brands are subject okay, to a main yeah, roster call up. It was just, I guess, the way that it was worded. It was just like, oh, but if you're on NXT, you're you're on the you own deck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But mm. for sure. But, um, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see those guys again then, because obviously Mustache Mountain was a good act. Yeah, I, I, you know, that's why I was like, you know what? There's no way they're giving up all that talent without a plan. In and place. if like, like Butch wants to uh, come back mm-hmm. <laughs> and remember his roots and uh, be with the big strong boys for that British strong style, well, kind of cool. It's but... being said that uh, I, I, you know, it's funny you said that because I had this report and I accidentally deleted it, and I just realized it now, but. Uh, it's being said that he may be getting that back uh, because, mm. you know, he recently changed his name on Twitter to Pete, quote, Butch Dunn, mm. and then recently posted a, a picture of him holding the UK title in his mouth. But, you know, as the, so a lot of people believe he might be not just getting his name back, but uh, his bruiserweight gimmick as well. Okay. So, which I think would I'm be... I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh, I, I love it. You know, and a lot of people think maybe if they do it in time, he could do it. And have a match at Clash at the Castle, but I don't really know what's Ooh. going on. I know Sheamus is. Uh, who's he going against? Uh, Volter? At is Clash, he? I, I, I think, Are they doing face or uh, heel versus heel? I don't know. I think Sheamus. He won some match to. I think. I think oh, it, for the IT title. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe it was him versus. Maybe it was like a multi man match or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I think know, it was like a, a triple threat for a fatal four or something like that. You know so. how you know how invested in Sheamus I am. You know, <laughs> got you. Um, let's see. I did have a little bit of news. Uh, I'm trying to. Think, I, don't, I mean, there's some on injuries. Uh, I don't know if you want to hear about that. Um, well, I heard about. I, I know it, it was news. crazy. Like it's first. Like they were trying to say that Nikita Lyons was injured, but then there was this whole vaccination thing. But she saying that that's not what the case is, and said that yeah, they she, said one she day, was medically unavailable. Is what they well, called she her. said that they're trying to spin it like she wasn't vaccinated. It was she was supposed to go to Canada, and they're real strict up there. You know, gotcha, what, what, okay. what's going on? So it's not like she didn't do anything wrong. It's just her personal choice, and it affected her ability to get to where they needed to get her yeah. to. But. She's saying it's more than that, and, and she even said that one day she'll go on IG Live and, and explain it. I'm like, I don't know if you want to do that. Yeah, but, seriously. You know. And then Zoe, she had a concussion yeah. for a match. Yeah, and I was then, surprised because uh, I, I couldn't tell where because she definitely finished the match. Yeah, what sucks is we were just talking about they were about to make the main roster debut basically for that yeah. tournament. And then they got replaced. Uh, By Toxic Attraction. Yeah. And, and then was I, it Gigi or I think both Gigi's, of them? Uh, she, uh, Gigi's uh, the only one I Undisclosed, right? I don't know what it it's was. It's a concussion. What? Yeah. And they won the match too. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. So there's going to uh, be a 
second chance fatal four way to determine their replacements. So. Who would they be? Was it Natalia and Sonya? Deville? I wasn't sure exact. I don't know if it was a three way match or no. It was a tag a, match. For okay. The, for yeah, they, they replaced them for their first round uh, gotcha. matchup. Gotcha. But, yeah, okay. I think they beat them, but. I was surprised that they had the new ones beat the vets. Yeah, or I said my vet. Sonya's not a vet. But. Yeah. And uh, going on to AEW news, uh, and actually, you know what? Let me go on the Impact news because it's one thing, and then the rest is AEW. And, um, you know, it's all about backstage stuff. So, But uh, I just thought it would be important we talk about some of these uh, contracts for Impact that are uh, actually set to expire or have otherwise already expired. Uh, so the Good Brothers – uh, it's recently been reported that the, they are the current Impact Tag Champs, and uh, but they've been working with the company without a contract in place. Yeah, 100%, and, uh, they've been on uh, handshakes for a while. Yeah, I guess they uh, expired last month, but they committed to keep working until late August. Uh, and additionally, the current Knockouts Tag Champs, Chelsea Green and Deanna Peraza, are said to be in a similar situation. But Green, she's never signed with the company. She's worked as a free agent the whole time, whereas Deanna, her contract's set to be up at the end of 2022. And... It's tough not to think, man. Hmm, y'all two might be a a a, a better squad with Britt. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know Britt's already real friends with Deanna, and I think I think her and Chelsea are have somewhat of a friendship as well. But if not, that, that's a, not a bad squad. If, if you know, especially because we see Jamie and Britt are going to be in a fatal four way. The... Weren't they in that uh, multi woman match? Oh no, that was Tessa, not Deanna. Yeah, we always yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, it was all, Madison all, Rain at all in fourth. right? Yeah yeah. But go. but it was definitely um, Britt and uh, oh no, it was Santana Garrett, I think. Oh well, I can't. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah. And then Perazzo, uh she is scheduled to meet with Impact Management to negotiate terms, but sources believe Impact may hold an option year on her current deal. Ah, so, uh, okay. So yeah, then, okay, we'll see. And then Tennille Dashwood is done with I Impact heard that. Wrestling. People think she's coming back. To yeah, WWE. I mean, I was gonna say yeah because a she is currently dating Mad Cat Moss. Uh, That's and true. The uh, main hmm. reason is because she has always been one of Triple H's favorites from the early NXT days. So, but hey, uh, she, as long as yeah. they don't bring back the bubbles <laughs> and the dance, yeah, yeah, seriously, um, I could see her cornering uh, Moss and doing possibly doing something different for him. That'd be yeah, you know, um, uh, yeah. She put over Moss to Slamovich at Slamiversary, and since oh, then nice. she, uh, you know, she was done with the promotion, and uh, yeah, she she's posted been some a good spots. Oh yeah, definitely, and she uh, took to Twitter to put a. Um, you know the eye eye looking emoji with the definition screenshot definition of free agent. You know, mm. so you know uh, making it real known. But uh, okay, I'm but, just... but but speaking of no free agents, right? Mm. I mean, because I know we were talking last week about the AW talent that pod that was. Yeah, I was just thinking that that was a great segue, sir. Uh, yeah, talked about WWE contacting a notable name as they said they didn't they wanted to be anonymous uh per srs about i guess they contacted them about what their options would be following the contract and now it seems they're before you reveal yeah another name i thought of it that i didn't think of last week i was like oh maybe it was a christian but i was like uh yeah because we thought we thought about who swerve out yeah i was thinking about like the swerves and the keith lees because of the triple h thing and Mm -hmm. and, then people that that kind of like well, shit, man, I got to shit in the sick because you guys, you know, fuck me on the creative, so I'm going to be who I mm. like. Like, this is yeah, yeah. possibly the Cesaro. Who am I? <laughs> who am uh, I? Ah. Yeah, man, that thing, it go hard. Uh, but, uh, no, yeah. so a possible identity has maybe discovered uh, as uh, there's been speculation by fans. As we saw a fan interaction uh, with Chris Jericho. 
who responded to a fan saying, I saw that. Unfortunately, they squandered KO and Jericho's match at uh, Mania. It deserved the main event. It was the best story going at the time. And he wrote, agreed and And, and, and added uh, yeah. WWE. I, I think that's just him. Well, there's more. Oh. Yeah. And then the person said, need a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Jericho faction. Make it happen, Y2J. And he wrote, hmm, dot, dot, dot. Well, some higher-ups want that to happen sooner than later, exclamation mark, hashtag tampering. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, you know. Mm, he could be working. And could it's, be working. It, well, the Cause, thing. Because one thing, we well, can say a lot about Chris Jericho. I will say that he always has a new trick of his sleeve just when you don't I, think he does, I agree, you know, but so. the thing is it has been reported as – you know, not just on, you know, by Fightful, but by Max Caster live via rap, that there was a talent, a large talent meeting ahead of the show mm. in which Tony addressed them about locker room issues, communicational issues, and did okay. notify everyone that he has sent a warning to WWE about tampering with his talent. And Fightful has said that the report or that the email that was sent does regard contract tampering allegations. From what so, I hear, though, it wasn't necessarily tampering. It was like... Hey, how how long's your uh, contract till? Okay, cool, thanks. Yeah, well, that's the Which, thing is crazy too because he it's it's twenty twenty three, but Jericho will be fifty three by but I, then. So, but I also heard you know. that that the person in in question um had uh supposedly no desire to leave AEW. Yeah, so yeah, he said he was quite happy there, but again, twenty twenty three is not you know it, it's a I few mean, it, months away. You know who who knows when in twenty twenty three and I, 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 but if if it's if you read the dirt sheets, you would think that it's CM Punk. <laughs> yeah well and i got i got a little yeah bit on, on that too but i wanted to uh, kind of sidestep to um something i think jericho might also be involved in but i also think there could be a few other names as conan was recently doing the podcast keeping it 100 as you guys know i'm infamous for being uh doug larson on there years ago and having my uh so you, my, my heat fact, with kevin gill the fact that you don't have a, a track called doug larson is ah. prime. <laughs> I didn't want it to seem I was trying to milk, you know, because the you know Disco he he had his he had his way of making it seem like oh you're just being a mark, you know what I mean? So but that's what that's how he is exactly. But uh, he was recently doing a show and he had this to say about some of the backstage locker room um, frustrations with booking. And uh, it's just interesting. I, just bear with me. He said, I've said this a million times. I have no qualms about saying it again. I like Tony Khan. I love talking to Tony. He likes all the same things I do. Football, college basketball. Not a lot of people like college basketball or football. But, you know, wrestling, we uh, we like the same movies. He's got a really good sense of humor. I try not to talk too much to him about his business. And I don't want him to think I'm trying to angle for a job. But I can tell you this, bro. The last few times I've been there, I remember one day, I won't even say who the wrestler was, a very good friend of mine. I was backstage in AEW. This was probably a year ago, and there were a lot of WWE guys coming in, a lot of new people coming in. And it was the first time the originals were being shoved to the side. Because you can imagine how people like Sonny Kiss and Janela oh, yeah, and I just, all these. Oh, yeah. I literally just, I was like, mm -hmm. why does this sound familiar? I'm like, oh, yeah, I just heard this. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And all these other guys that were at the beginning, you don't really see much of them anymore, are feeling when all these other people are coming in, and that was going to happen. When you get bigger fish, you're going to use them. He asked me, is this what WCW was like? I go, yeah. this is exactly how WCW started. And he was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah I heard about <laughs> and that. And then he yeah, yeah. ends by saying, the last time I was there, bro, you have no idea how many people came up to me and they were pissed about booking. They weren't happy yeah. that they're being used. They were very, very vocal about it. Yeah. It's kind of funny because our boy, and that's who I was referring to, because 
there's a few people I think this could be. Uh, he says, I don't think he gives us shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, because the, they ended up blanking out. He was going to say the name, and they blanked out the name. Yeah. It's yeah. like, in, in front of everybody in catering, he came up and was like, yeah, thank God Conan is here. Maybe they'll use somebody that knows how to book logically. And I was like, bro, ixnay that. I'm not here looking for a job. So, yeah, but people are starting to talk. So, uh thought that was interesting well yeah because his whole thing just real quick he said that it's tony doing all these shows even the elevation and the fucking dark shit it's him booking everything wow and he's like yeah, he, it just makes and, it seem and, like he, he, he it's too much saying, to handle yeah and he keeps saying like dude what you need to do is like and, and he said not he said not that it, it, just for example he keeps he always says just for example it's like dude like what he needs to do is have him run one show bringing gabe sapolsky to 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 book uh for all wage say like Bring in Road Dog, and this is before he got signed. He's like to, yeah. to run Elevation or one show. Bring me in or Disco in to run another one. Like and then like, you know, if they one doesn't do well, then all right, then get rid of one guy and bring someone else in. But yeah, it's like, and this you, is you all for kinda, instance, not. Yeah, he's just saying yeah. like, you just got to kind of delegate it, but use people that you know know what they're doing mm. in these things, so it's not all on you. Because it's like those four shows of booking a week. And then on top of that, the soccer club, the football club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, all this other mm-hmm. shit. It's you know a lot. I mean? Yeah. And uh, this actually reports of backstage unrest is uh, I talked about this talent meeting, uh, you know, ahead of the Dynamite. And uh, it was discovered. We were just talking about this before we went to air. Eddie Kingston, I guess, recently got into an altercation with Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Uh, per FIFO Select, the two apparently got into a verbal dispute backstage that got more heated when Sammy made a remark about Kingston's physique, which incited Eddie to take a swing at him. No contact was made, but he was quietly suspended for the situation. Not sure exactly when this took place though uh reports do suggest that he's already completed serving the suspension uh he's already gone to comment you know the truth i wouldn't lie i was wrong for being unprofessional that is the blind fact he did what he did and the public can judge that but i know for a fact i was wrong said eddie so and ironically the two uh just started to feud uh as i I remember kingston actually called out sammy i think it was on the august 3rd edition of dynamite uh you know to uh, match it all out and uh he i guess Guevara accepted the challenge on uh a week later on rampage but when the final episode came out, that part didn't air. So oh. I, I makes you wonder if maybe the match got canceled as a result of this altercation. So oh yeah, because yeah, it says there was one one segment to build up the once planned all out match that ended up being scrapped. So that must be what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then I'm just gonna throw this quick one in there before just doing this. this well, you know this. what? I think there is some heat there because he was like I said when he did the whole uh, sex picture with him and and Tay with the title. He was kind of he he was more like on some Brody like oh that he died for that. Mm. Remember he had that that, yeah, that tweet. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of he may have had heat with him since then. Gotcha. You yeah, know what I mean yeah, so, that that makes sense. Yeah, uh, I just want to throw this little update. We talked about Chris Statlander being injured last week. I got some more specific details. Uh, you know, obviously we said she was in push or in line for a major push, uh, but she went down with a leg injury in her match against Sierra on AW Dark. Sierra? And uh, it's been specified as oh, a you talking tw- about Sierra's here for real? Uh, not not Al- Sienna, Sierra. Sierra. Yeah, Sienna is uh, Alex. Okay, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Who the hell is Sierra? Yeah, Sierra is a. Uh, she looked familiar, but it, I, I specifically made sure. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Allison K because I was like AK forty seven. I'm like, oh no, hey, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the injury has been specified as a torn ACL. But ironically, it's not the same leg she injured that took her out uh, from oh, 2020 shit. to 2021. It's the other one. And then on the recent edition of the AW Road YouTube series, she disclosed the severity of it, saying, "After getting an MRI, I have completely torn my ACL. My lateral meniscus is." torn and there is a lateral impaction uh fractures in my tibial and femoral head so recovery time is about six to eight months post-operation but yeah poor girl man 
And uh, this leads me to the uh, final part of news, which is this uh, CM Punk backstage heat, I guess. Uh, you know, CM Punk made waves during last week's edition of Dynamite. He called out Page, uh, Hangman Page, that is, to a rematch, then called him a coward, which was later reported by Dave Meltzer and confirmed by SRS to not be part of the planned promo yeah, that, at that, all. That we know, because we said that loud. We already knew that. that was yeah. not the, that's the case. But, exactly. But there's, like, supposedly some details. That's the thing. A lot of this is either true or yeah. being you know, put on by whatever because people are saying, no, that's not true. People are saying, no, it is true. It, it's, it seems to be, yeah. I, I, like he's, ha- he's 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 not happy right now. I'm like, he's the champ. That mm. You know what I mean? There's stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah, one, one talent expressed to Fightful that they felt the situation was, quote, unfair to Paige as he was in the building at the time but unaware of the verbal jab being made at the time. Well, another source commented, quote, even if he was aware of it, what could he have done? Charged to the ring past Tony, interrupted a promo he knew wasn't supposed to be a part of. There's no way Hangman would have done that or could have won in that nah, situation. Out of respect for, for the business, too. Exactly. Like, he's like, and then uh, the same talents noted they think Punk's recent promo was a receipt as they are under the belief that Page felt, or I'm sorry, Punk felt that Page used uh, promos leading up to their uh, Double or Nothing match months ago to go into business for himself, uh, where, you know, he, uh, you know, had kind of, I think what it was is that he used, you know, the real life heat with him in Colt Cabana. And there was another time, I guess, he called Punk out when he wasn't in the arena as well. But I remember when Paige had a match, I think it might have been against Penta, and first called out Paige, or, or not Paige, uh, Punk had a match and then made it known he wanted to fight Adam Page, but was like, I respect you and I want to, I want a shot. You know what I mean? But Paige wasn't there that night. And so I remember the next week, it happened the other way around. I just thought it was planned that way. So I don't really know how that can be, you know, rub you the wrong way, you know, it just, I, I'm not too sure, you know, I guess you well, got to I mean, you the... got to, you got to think about this too, because a lot of people have been trying to say that there's some stuff about Colt that's a part of this that stems a, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm going to get right. But, but, that's but the, I was yeah. going to say, like, you got to think that, you know, Hangman came from ROH, so he probably does have a longstanding relationship with Colt. Um, Colt's friends with the Bucks as well. So oh, that's I, true. You know and, I mean? and he's part and, of Dark, Dark Order. Order. Yeah, yeah I didn't know? even think about that layer. So, like, as he much. may be mad. Like, he may feel a way. He's like, dude, this is the day one guy. And then you come in with all your money and everything and all this shit. Yeah, I, I see. And I felt that in his TV, promo because you know? he was very, I'm here to protect AEW. And we didn't yeah, really know like, where it's, that It's about came the moments from. when the red lights are off and how you treat people. Behind, like, when, yeah, you know, he was. Yeah, you know what I mean? But apparently, whatever he said in that time didn't sit well with Punk to the point of him expressing displeasure with AEW management. And uh, Voices of Wrestling have reported that they were told Punk has, uh, he even refused to lose to Page back yeah. in May, even if it was the plan uh, TK had for the finish. A source backstage says that he is often voiced frustrations to the point where some believe he might end up quitting the company. Yeah, and that, that, that there's been supposedly threats levied. Exactly. And, that, and that's the thing, yeah. that, that part of the story keeps going back and forth. That's why, yeah. I, like, it just, you're the, probably arguably the highest paid guy in the company. What could you possibly be fucking... You know what I mean? That's why yeah, be, I, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to eat. You know, eat it up. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently, to add, you know, we talked about the you know the the heat with him and Colt and how far it goes. I guess it got so bad. It got to the point that he was not uh, TK wasn't going to retain Cabana's contract, but then decided to sign him to ROH instead. Yeah, because a lot because, of people came exactly. Yeah, yeah, several I know talents the Bucks lobbied did for, for sure. Oh, they did. Okay. I I, I mean, they're I think they're the reason why he even had the because you got to think about it. Their whole partnership with Pro Wrestling Tees. Who was part of Pro Wrestling Tees before they even had this whole thing? Yeah. Very, Fucking Colt. I went there. He has his own office there. Yeah, yeah, that's very. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like they know Colt from so long. Like you know what I mean? So I don't know. Like, do I agree that he's a huge asset on screen as a competitor? I can't argue that based on his booking so yeah. far, right? But I think he's invaluable as far as like what he can bring to the backstage elements and stuff as well. Even even something as small as locker room morale. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And, so, and, and that's the thing, too, because uh, going back to not knowing what's real and what's not, just to cap all this off, you know, we, you had sent me some tweets that FDR put out. I saw some. Loaf. <laughs> yeah, and I, I saw some uh, things as well where they kind of were jovial in their captions, taking photos with Punk, you know, talking about, oh, he seems so unhappy and, oh, man, he oh, totally he, he, yeah, bullied me into doing this yeah, and yeah. the business for himself. Yeah. And, you know, but, it, you know, it makes people wonder, are they poking fun because it's not true or, or are they, taking or, his, are they stirring his. the pot? Because, yeah. because uh, exactly, or are they taking his side? Which a lot of people would think they would because Brian Alvarez from Wrestling Observer Live has noted the situation has nothing to do with storyline and has divided the AW locker room with some siding with Punk and other siding with Page. So. See, I'm thinking, I'm like, man, was it FTR and Punk versus Page and, uh, versus and the, the Bucks? Bucks? Like, is that what's that, gonna... That's money. Shit. I still, for whatever reason, feel like... This is not even related, but like they're going to build this Kenny story where he can't compete in the finals, and then Hangman steps up for him for some reason. Yeah, I, I mean, it, and it is curious because I, I did notice in the uh, match announcements it said uh, Dark yeah, they, Order versus they, House they, of Black, but they didn't. Why wouldn't yeah. have been ten? But like, I think because you know on BTE they've been playing up that there's four of them, yeah, so yeah, I think exactly. it's like not knowing maybe who is going to well take the, the spot thing is, or is no they know who's going to take or? the spot because on BTE Uno said he wasn't going to be able to compete even though they've been joking that it's a foursome out of you know yeah. three match because mm-hmm. he has to do a uh, a video unveiling for the video game in Germany. Oh okay. So it's you. like it would be those three unless he got taken out and we don't know about it because we don't watch Elevation or Dark. Mm, so yeah, I have no idea. It wasn't on BTE so it wasn't there. Yeah. And, then, and we know it's not on on Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> so very true. Um, but uh yeah ladies and gentlemen that is the news. I know it was a mouthful but uh I mean oh. like we said man the wrestling world's been getting very interesting uh, on a week-to-week basis and uh it's a good time to be a fan man i'll tell you that i'm trying i, I mean there's also i mean we're, and we're not done in the cm punk thing because obviously there's more to expand on oh yeah on your review but i'm gonna see if i can get through this real quick man uh we got the nxt 2.0 uh show get it is that what it is is this a show or is this a yeah this? i don't think it's a pay-per-view this week <laughs> it's a pape i don't know what's going on i just slap a new logo every it's all on tv I mean, they're probably digging through the crates. What other logo uh, can we revive right now? It's like we got. Um, oh, how about Capital Punishment? <laughs> Imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we open up with Breaker. Comes out and invites Tyler Bay down to talk, as he knows he didn't fly across the pond just for the air miles. Bait obliges and comes out. Talks about being the first and last NXT UK champion, and uh, on the heels of the NXT Europe rumors. Says he can't think of a better way to kick things off than to unify their world titles. Uh, Breaker says he's watched from afar and is aware of the kind of threat Beta is to his NXT championship, but agrees he believes NXT deserves one champion and accepts the unification challenge at Worlds Collide. So there's that. Boom. This is a whole bunch. It's of- happening, guys. Worlds are colliding. Here's here's a here's a bunch of Huey, Huey, Fooey. Huey. This bullshit right here. The DuckTales, huh? Gallus versus Jensen and Briggs for the NXT UK uh, Tag Team Championships launch pad. Oh, the um, Gallus. The Gallus boys. The Gallus boys. Mm. Uh, the Gallus Cowboys. <laughs> uh, no, apparently that's the, that's going to be their name heading forward is that specifically. Gallus Cowboys? No, no the, the Gallus boys. Like oh, okay. They've used it in promos, but I guess in, internally that's what it's they're being written as. Like you know, I could just hear Mark Briggs. I didn't use no stick, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we get a Gallus uh, video package before the match as uh, we also see Jensen and Brooks in the back holding back Fallon Henley as we see she uh, she and Lash Legend are like, getting into it. Hmm. Uh, Briggs and uh, Mark Coffey 
uh, start the match off as Briggs uses his height and weight advantage to get some early offense in. Uh, Briggs and Jensen with some early tag offense on Coffee, but Gallus uh, regained control of the match, isolating Jensen with rest holds, beat downs, constant tags. You know the sort. Get it. Uh, Tide's turn, though, before the picture in picture as Briggs tags in, and both he and Jensen prove their rep as the, the heavy handed country boys as they upset Gallus uh, in a fist fight. Jensen now in control, though. Until uh, Wolfgang distracts him, taking his eyes off Kofi uh, momentarily before he snuffs him from behind. Wolfgang hits a running Santon for a near fall, but Briggs gets the hot tag, takes out Gallus with some lariats, and hits a sidewalk slam with a running splash for another near fall. But the finish comes when, of course, Last Legend attacks Fallon from behind, and Briggs and Jensen goes out there to separate them, but pretty deadly then come out and attack oh. them from behind. Yeah, boy. While still on the outside of the, of the ring, and the two teams continue the brawl while, for some reason, the ref is starting to count them out as if this is not interference. Ugh. Yeah, he's to the point where he's at a, a nine count, and then he, they just throw the match out due to interference. Let me ask you this. Are they exchanging rounds, or is it They're both all... hitting each other. Okay. It, it's not like they're fighting them off. No, they're Horrible. like... Horrible. Yeah, it, Horrible. it did not make sense at Trips. all. Trips, what's up, man? And then Gallus is just in the ring, and they're like, so giving Gallus the DQ win, but not winning the, the, the straps... Post-match, though, this is it's overbooked. Diamond Mine hit the ring, and they fucking uh. whooped their ass, right? With, even with Roddy, though, Roddy's just staying on the outside of the ring and just yelling words of encouragement, <laughs> you know? As, oh, is, uh, he still, is he, like, still tagging along? I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah kind of trying, yeah. Because, like, Damien Camp and the Creed Brothers return, uh, you know. You sit in the, the corner, Roddy. The, the, the beat down on, on Gallus. <laughs> and uh, even later uh, in the night, they, they, they end up having a... Uh, they sign a six-man tag against them next week. Okay. And Roddy's like, yeah, we got to get a piece. He's like, no, nah, I don't trust you, bro. <laughs> like, you know, uh, so they're still on that shit. Like, man, you still don't trust me? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, nothing got resolved. We got yeah, beat down, bro. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you idiot. Hey, but did you get that clip I sent you with Roddy? Where he, I don't know who those two jobbers were, but him and oh, Adam nah, looked that, That's bro. right. That, I was just thinking right now. I remember that. It's so funny. When you brought it right, I go, I feel like. I was supposed to. I saw something. I was supposed to watch. Like, a clip, oh no! And then I realized yeah. that it was you. Yeah, that's it's, okay, it's, I got yeah you they whoop ass. Uh, Chase University segment. We got uh, Andre Chase, and he got the rest of the Chase U class in a ring for practice. When uh, Chase uh, introduces Charlie Dempsey, aka William Regal's baby boy, mm-hmm. uh, says uh, he's there to teach the squad some moves. As Dempsey just kind of kills these kids, and I mean, like, literally stretches these fools out, <laughs> uh, almost like shoot. With like Andre Chase always having to jump in and cut him. Like, hey, he has. I don't think you understand. This is an exhibition. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then to the point where, like, so Bodie finally gets, you know, he's like, hey, you ready to roll? And he fucking grabs his hand and just fucking twists this dude up, grabs him by the nose. And he's like tapping and he's like not letting go. And then Andre again has to jump in. And then, you know, he's, you know, about to get into it with him. <laughs> And he's like, man, I don't think uh, you understand why I brought you here. I think I got the wrong guy for this. And he's like, your class is soft. You guys want homework? Look up, uh, uh, look up Billy Robinson and just walks off. I'm like, Oh, okay. Mm. Cool. Because, yeah, when I saw him, I'm like, oh, look at the little baby boy. I like that. The lordship. Yeah. The, the princeship himself. Uh, mm. We did get this Grayson Waller effect segment. Waller. You know, they announced it last week. Crowd chance for Johnny Wrestling. Mm. That's why mm-hmm. I thought he was going to pop up in NXT because he's got a receipt waiting. Ain't like, we'll he ain't, he ain't like he ain't got a hall pass, bro. Yeah, uh, as he says, make, he makes reference to him saying that if he was here, he'd do something about it, which, you know, great, great heat, you know. He introduces his guest, Apollo Crews, and right away, uh, Waller just asks him, like, why he's a cloud chaser. Asks him why he's back in NXT. Dude, he gets uh, it. Apollo says, you know, he was looking for something missing in himself, and he knew he had to come back to NXT to find it. Says that he knew people would love to see him return, and also knew people like Waller would hate it and be jealous. 
Uh, Waller asked him what happened to his accent. He's like, you used to be a proud Nigerian warrior. <laughs> and then Apollo says, oh, is this the accent you were uh, that you are talking about? <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, that was a good way to, because, you know, the crowd was starting eating it up like on yeah, that Kofi yeah. shit. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? So I was like, that was a good way to, and he's like, then he cuts back to the regular voice and says, like, you don't, he's like, don't get it twisted, dog. I'm still a Nigerian warrior. Mm. And I'm proud of my heritage. In fact, it took me to WrestleMania where I won the Intercontinental title. Mm. But says that he got too focused on his past instead of on his future, which he says is again what brought him back to NXT, which I'm like, well, that's still your past, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Waller starts trolling and asks him, like, oh, yeah, well, what about these visions you have, huh? So you can, like, see when people are in trouble, you can go and save them, huh? <laughs> if that's true, then what happened when Gallus attacked Diamond Mine? He said, man, you knowing that they were getting attacked and doing nothing, that's a scummy move, mate. <laughs> so he kept cutting them off. like not letting hey, them. You're doing a good Waller, by the way. <laughs> hey, was it, oh, man, we got we to gotta bump up the impressions on the man. show. We used to just kill them, remember? <sighs> Dude, it's, 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 it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to get the company, but no, 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 no. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, and then Apollo, he's just getting tired of Waller's crap. He keeps cutting them off. And he says, you know, I got a question for you. And he's like, why do you look like a low-budget version of The Miz? The crowd just pops for that. Ooh. Uh, but Waller, of course, is like, thanks, mate. He's like, that's like giving me a compliment. <laughs> I was like, of course he spins that. But then he gets serious. He's like, I got a question for you, mate. How's it feel to have to tell your kids every night that their daddy couldn't cut it on Mondays and Fridays and had to come back to NXT? I was like, oh, shit. Mm. But this dude stays calm. He said, simple. I tell him that daddy was a champion on Mondays. Daddy was a champion on Fridays, and now he's going to be a soon-to-be champion on Tuesdays as he punches Grayson in the mouth and tells him, now that's the Apollo Crews effect. Mm. I was like, all right. Okay. Pretty decent. Like, that, that's like a, I'll point this. This really showed uh, Apollo's uh, true true uh, personality instead of yeah. the, Apollo! <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on. You ready? Let's get up. Yeah. Moonsault. Like, yeah. you know, it's like it gives. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that thing we should say with fucking, uh, anytime Dolph Ziggler, come on back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell it. all my guys. I'm like, hey, if you ever do a run in, I'm gonna need you to, see. <laughs> bro. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, back in the day, I, I Still, swear, I to swear, this probably to this day. Anytime you see a face Dolph Ziggler make a save post match or get the best of yeah, it, try, try to get a and receipt they powder out yeah. right. His music hits. You'll see him, you know, uh, harness over the uh, the rope, and he's just come on back, come on, like, like he's begging yeah. them to come back in and, and and you know to get to going? get him some. You know what I mean? Like like after come he sent him packing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's the classic though. <laughs> oh man, I Dolph love Ziggler. it though. I love it. Oh Ziggy. Uh, later we saw Gallus and Pretty Deadly seen arguing with each other because they kind of cost him the match, low key. Mm-hmm. Even though they get the DQ yeah, win, I kind of think. I know where this is going, but yeah, I'd say I don't know. We'll see because uh, uh, basically, you know, you got the past history where Gallus was the longest reigning uh, UK tag champs, and then Pretty Deadly were actually the ones who actually ended up beating them for those straps. Oh, so yeah, but I don't know. It looks like we, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, and who are those pretty young handsome? Bo- uh, yeah, boys. <laughs> I was like, these guys are dumb. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it looks like I don't know. I feel like we make it a multi-man match to unify both straps, like Gallus, Pretty Deadly. Briggs and Jensen and probably Diamond Mine maybe. Yeah, cause who who's got the tag the, the NXT strap? That's right Diamond Mine. Diamond Mine. Yeah, and then okay. Jensen and Briggs got the UK strap. I mean, that's a huge. But but see, match the thing is, like, about... but but like as this goes on, you'll see there's a lot of multi. Mm. You know, but it makes sense because worlds collide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say, <laughs> we're playing into the theme. So so there's this new guy I'm not familiar with. He probably has some miles on uh, level up, but he um he's getting some attention. His name is Javier Bernal. Uh, calls mm. himself Big Body Javi. Has okay. uh, 
definitely a personality it. to back it up. Definitely interested to see, and he's not like huge. He just calls himself that. Mm. Uh, definitely interested to see how he fares in this NXT landscape, to be honest. Um, but he's versus uh, going against Cameron Grimes as we see Schism, which is a uh, Gacy Fowler and Reed yeah, uh, right. seen uh, watching. Learn the schism other, tree. Learn other the schism tree. Thank you for your time. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, they're seen watching from the crow's nest as Grimes makes his entrance right before the bell rings. Uh, we hear Gacy, which is, I, I guess he just brandishes a microphone from there. He's just, Cameron Grimes, good luck on your match. This is like David Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, that is what it sounds <laughs> like. I saw that joke. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Burnell takes a small opening, uh, sneaks Grimes from behind. He's already on the attack. But Grimes snaps back in, uh, with a vicious swagger, to be honest. Uh, Burnell, though, definitely has some ring IQs. He keeps finding openings to upset Grimes. And, and that's why I like, I don't like. The fact that you got some guys that could actually, you know, throat chop. Oh, let me duck and hit him with a liver shot or, or, or duck under. And, and You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. simple shit where you can get yourself out of a jam and show a little bit of ring IQ that you're not just a pushover. I, that, that intrigues me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. Yeah, no. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I feel you, man. Because you got... You gotta make me want to want to care about it. Yeah, I mean, like I'm like, oh, he's just not. Yeah, like again, if you're not a pushover, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe there's something to this kid. Exactly, uh, which is what I felt mm-hmm. like at the end of this. Yeah. But we don't like bitches. Uh, Grimes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Uh, fucking floor mats. Uh, <laughs> Grimes' anger, his anger is kind of getting the better of him, obviously. Uh, but Bernal is in control of the match uh, at, at this point, and I mean, before you know it, Grimes bounces back with a kip up kick. Uh, a flapjack with an awkward ass landing. I was like, "Yo, Von Wagner, they just did your. He just did your uh, your daddy's <laughs> finish single handedly." Uh, Grimes hits the running kitchen sink. I was like, "Okay, he's he's really aggressive." And uh, follows with a running PK as well. Uh, finishes him up with the ca- uh, cave in for the win, and uh, we see him staring bullets at Schism as they just watch and smile back at him. Do you think they're trying to get him to join? Yeah, they've been trying to get him to join. Schism tree. I know you're missing. The comfort of a father figure, Cameron. Jeez. Oh, I shall include you as one of my many branches under this schism tree. Oh, it just sounds like, I'm like, yeah, calm geez. down. Right? He's really leaning into the, I talk slowly so, so you know well, I mean <laughs> what I say. So you know I mean well. But I'm also unsettling. I'm like, bro, did yeah. you mix up your Ambien again? What's going on? <laughs> uh, we did see a Blair uh, da- Davenport vignette. Nice. Uh, it was right before a match she had with Indy Hartwell. If you remember, she oh, ripped up her, yeah. her her note. Yeah, I heard about the segment, actually. Um, yeah. yeah, Indy uh, with a few pinning combinations early to try and spoil Blair's debut. Uh, since she's in the side headlock before Davenport is able to fight her way out of it. Uh, catches Indy slipping, though, on the way back into the ring at one point with a running, swinging neckbreaker that looked nasty. Uh, Davenport takes over the match with a standing Cobra clutch and then uh, jumps on Indy's back with the leg hooks to wear her down. But Indy backpacks her on the mat and uh, breaks out of it. Nice comeback sequence from Indy. She uh, hits her patented spine buster for a near fall. Nice. Uh, then capitalizes with a running boot, looks to climb for the savage elbow, but Davenport is up and able to pull her off leg first. You know that bump where you like mm-hmm. kind of leg trip them when they hit the back of their head. Oh, yeah, yeah. They kind of flat back it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very interesting bump. Not everyone can do it, but it yeah, always she looks... Yeah, she didn't hit the, the turnbuckle. She just kind of just like oh yeah, but still it looks it looks vicious. <laughs> like yeah, yeah uh, fucking pull the rug from out from under. Be- that, it's yeah. better to do that than take it on the apron, dude. Shit. Oh fuck yeah, mm-hmm. dude. I should know. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyways, um, finish comes when Davenport hits a hanging star. It, this is the best like way I could say. It. it looks like a, it's like a Falcon Arrow, but it's a brain buster. It's weird. Mm-hmm. She picks her up in a hanging brain buster and then twist it like she's gonna twist it but then last minute just like drives him with the like with a sit out it's it's crazy 
Oh, wow. Okay, I guess got to see that. It was in a vignette that they ran of her. And okay. It, it didn't look as clean because, obviously, Indy has some height on her. Oh, you got you, got you. But okay. it's still, I mean, because of that, you know, sometimes, you know, if it's too neat, it's too neat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, sometimes those paradigm shifts don't just look like a butterfly. butterfly. Yeah, yeah, overhead <laughs> butterfly suplexes. <laughs> look at that. Post-match, she hits the, the Kamagoye, a.k.a. the one-man BTE trigger, mm-hmm. um, on her and cuts a promo about being the rightful heir to the uh, NXT uh, Women's Championship. Before Mandy Rose comes out and tells Blair that her uh, reputation has exceeded her and tells her that uh, she's, uh, you know, her in-ring. She see, oh, oh, she says, she tells her that she's in her ring, her world, and everyone in her world follows her lead. Tells her she's the most dominant champion and uh, tells her to put some respect on on her name, mm-hmm. when uh, UK NXT Women's Champion Mako uh, Satomura music hits and tells yeah, Mandy that, that, that she's wrong and that she's not the most dominant champion that she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandy gives her her flowers for being a legend, but says, "What better way to put respect on her name than to beat a legend?" Mako challenges her to, to a champion versus champion match, but Davenport feels left out, calling herself the self-proclaimed uh, number one contender. To which uh, Satomura obliges and says, "Fine, make it a triple threat." You yeah, because I think she has some. Uh, she was in the middle of a feud with Mako before. Oh, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of a dope ass name, you know, and mm-hmm. on some shark I, shit. I you know. know what I'm saying? Post post match, Indy is still at ringside after the loss. She grabs a mic and she's still in the ring and says she's officially feels at rock bottom. Uh, says she realizes that there's something wrong with her as the crowd thoroughly disagrees. It says she's sitting in the same spot she's been in since Stand and Deliver, which mm. I was like, damn. That's true. Um, you ain't lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, until Dexter appears from under the ring to much fanfare as they embrace, share a hug, and a kiss. Uh, big index crowd chant as they leave the ring together with Dexter carrying Indy down the ramp just like he drew up. Mm-hmm. Just like I drew it. Uh, (laughs) To the back as we see him give her a piece of paper Before uh, giving her a kiss And walking backwards out of the building With his hands up Greeted by the ops I mean the cops Um, Obviously still building up the angle on Raw Where he's been showing up illegally technically And to the building and kidnapping the Miz I don't know if you saw that shit Yeah yeah (laughs) I was like so it's just you, funny because it you made let you go. Him, the, you let him walk all the way up all those stairs and no one stopped I, him backwards. I did hear that AJ and them were like, even though they won the match, like, yo, but hey, you need, you know, he got kidnapped. Like, are they were like, but you should hey, go hey, and yeah, you yeah. should <laughs> check, you should yeah. check him yeah. out. Hey, is, is his wife, is Maurice here? She needs to she's, she's be notified. Be pissed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't want to be the one to. Oh, man. Uh, Tony D and LDF segment backstage. Uh, Tony called him cute for the stunts they tried to pull in their match last week. As he references the interference, the distractions, and, and, and the brass knucks. And uh, makes lighter than missing a kitchen uh, sink out of their plan. Because he's like, I bet you if you had a kitchen sink, you would have put that in the, 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 the gobble ghoul. It would have been a good day. Yeah, it would have been a good day. <laughs> uh, trying to go out, uh, basically trying to go all out for Santos, but says that uh, there's a reason why he's the Don and Santos is unemployed. Ooh. That was almost good. Mm. I got. I haven't nailed him yet. Pause. <laughs> I got, I'm almost there. Tony D. This is a great uh, vignette right here. J.D. McDonough. You see, and he has a kind of like, you see his face, I'm like, what is wrong with this fool's face? It looks kind of strange, right? Mm. I was like, he looks like he's low-key taking a shit. You're like, what is wrong with this fool? But he's kind of <laughs> promo. He's pissed. And he says, rehabilitation is just as important as preparation. Talks about how he sacrificed himself at Heat Wave and uh, standing in front of the, a charging bull to see what Braun had and says he thinks he actually enjoyed it more than Braun did. Says you're never truly challenged if you run away from uncomfortable situations and that his pain tolerance for him has only grown. So good luck at Worlds Collide, and I'll see you on the other side. As the camera pans around, and he is hanging upside down by his his feet, cutting his promo. What the fuck? 
Yeah. This dude's intense. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you did all that? How many, how many, uh, <laughs> how many, how many, how many times you shoot? Yeah, it's serious. How many takes we got? Yeah, I, I, I hope you had that memorized on the way to the arena in the like, shower. <laughs> like, you, you walking imagine the dog. Like, he just get, he's just getting fucking <laughs> like, redder in the taking face. Taking the trash out. You must, like, yeah, man. seriously. I hope you time that. Like, let's see, the human body, uh, can only be upside down for this amount of time. So that I would need to be, cut a promo. In it this would be in character. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Schism versus LDF with Tony D. Cruz comes out wearing the LDF shirt before Tony rips it off and throws it in the crowd. <laughs> uh, we see Cameron Grimes now uh, watching the Schisms match from the Bird's Nest area. Uh, LDF upsetting Schism early, hitting dual suicide dives on them before Tony rips them a new one for doing the Lucha Libre stuff. Mm. Says he doesn't want them jumping around or doing anything fancy and get back in the ring. Uh, and, uh, and get back in the ring and wrestle. <laughs> Schism on their tag team offense now as Fowler picks up Cruz, which felt good to see him do. They, he picked up Cruz in the pendulum backbreaker on the outside as Reed springboards from the inside out with a double axe. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Yeah. Joaquin gets the hot tag and uses his quickness and innovative no, offense. No, no, no. It's not Joaquin. To, it's not Joaquin? Wild? No, didn't their names are no, no. It's oh, just Cruz. Oh, just Cruz's name. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. Okay, okay. Joaquin gets the hot tag. Yeah, they're like, no, Joaquin's more. <laughs> that, that's you know, no Roman. Those yeah, are that's more your two speed. cookie cutters. That, that, that's more your speed, bro. That's more your speed. Uh, gets the hot tag. Uses his quickness and innovative offense to upset both uh, dyads. Um, but to be honest, the crowd was really hot uh, into into his uh, his uh, hot spot. Oh, okay. It's not called a hot spot. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, high yeah. spot. High spot. Yeah. Uh, LDF gets some more uh, tag uh, offense in and a double step suplex. Joaquin with a modified crucifix pin on Reed, who kicks out as Fowler gets the blind tag and hits Joaquin with the ticket to mayhem. Um, nice. Uh, they didn't call it that, though. Uh, even though Vic's like, their ticket to victory. I'm like, shut the fuck <laughs> the up. The root of the tree. The root of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> finish from the. Uh, oh, that was a finish for the win. As uh, Grimes is seen still looking down at Schism, we see Tony D dressing down LDF for losing. But later, we see LDF moping around, making their way to the outside parking lot when they see an SUV hit its lights and drive toward them. They're looking a little defensive, like, what the fuck, S.A.? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Last time this happened, we were driving those vans. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, 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 hey, they... Who the fuck is stealing our shtick? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the camera pans to the driver's side window. We see Santos Escobar do a mm-hmm. huge pop from the crowd, and he tells him, you didn't think I was going to leave without you, did you? The family stays together always. You guys uh, ready? And they hop in the car and they drive off. Let's right? go. But um, what was the match last week for? What was the reason? <laughs> it's Cardi B. Like, it's like. Well, so probably so that they could all just leave together. But, 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 you know the, but the thing was, if Tony D won, he got to keep them and he had to leave. I mean, but if Tony, or if I'm a grown man, though. I don't care. Yeah, I just, it's just like y'all should have just put something else up. You know what I mean? And, and no, no one Santos, he probably got them, some, got their contracts up too. You know, he's always making sure the fans. Well, see, I, I thought eats. about that, but I'm like, nah, the mom don't really do too well with the paperwork because yeah. they don't like paper trails. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah like, exactly. That's I'm like, a, and then again, you know. there's not an authority figure for him to bitch at. So I was like. Mm-hmm. Well, they kind of, yeah, <laughs> kind of got. Who's going to hold them, basically? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I mean, you guys are not exactly the most stand-up citizens in his locker room. <laughs> That's why he's going to say, oh, man, he just he just attacked a a, a senior official. He, I think he's going to be suspended, hey, if you say so. Like, we'll see. <laughs> Is Sean coming out? <laughs> I don't see a sheriff around here. <laughs> oh, man, seriously. Uh, Tyler Bate versus Vaughn Wagner. Um, Bate using his size and quickness and strength to string together some decent moves. 
before Wagner cuts through the bullshit and flattens him with a big boot. Uh-oh, okay. <laughs> and a press slam. Uh, later, though, t- uh, Tyler tries for the Tiger uh, Tiger Driver 97. Wagner counters and hits a ridiculous sack of shit fallaway slam. Um, just they, I had to give him the credit. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wagner tries for the press slam again, but Bade counters and knocks him out. Uh, oh, out of the ring, and then hits a crazy, uh, crazy suicide dive off the top rope like a Undertaker style. Oh, okay. Wow, really? Uh, yeah. As Bate takes over the match for a bit before Wagner. Oh, oh, Bate. Did, yeah, I've seen him do that. My yeah. Bad. Oh no, not Wagner. I was, I was like, oh, you getting brave, bro? Like, hey, bro, stay healed, bro. Uh, what yeah, you doing? I was about doing? to say, Rob, we're, or, calm down, or, or, Flash Funk, or, or Stone. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Rob? What you teaching him? Who's your man? Yeah. Yeah. Get your boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he takes over the match for a bit before uh, Wagner lands a vicious short arm clothesline. Um, Wagner tries for the rude bomb. It's, it's the rude bomb. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Forty-five dollars to play. But but Bate uh, counters it and hits the rebound clothesline. You know that one he bounces off his head. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I love. But that. he only staggers Wagner, so he goes for it again. But then Wagner googles uh, goozles him for the for for the choke slam. Bate backflips out of it when he lifts him up for oh, it and damn. hits the bop and bang twice to leave him reeling. I saw that on. Uh, I didn't see the backflip, but I saw the bop and bang on the uh, yeah. line. And then he like before backing up and nailing him with that rolling capoeira kick. That you know. Oh yeah, damn. Okay. Yeah, he hit it low too because he has that low sense of grace. So he was yeah, like, yeah. "Bitch, I'm about to knock you over." Uh, and hits the. You wanted this. <laughs> is what you wanted? Mm-hmm. Uh, hits the T-bone exploder uh, to set him up for the spinny boy uh, spiral tap. Is what. Uh, what's the big strong boy going for? He's going for a spinny boy. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, Dick? Uh, for the win. Uh, next week matchups include Jensen and Briggs and Fallon Henley versus Pretty Deadly and Last Legend. Yeah, girl. No, <laughs> uh, Gallus versus Diamond Mine minus Roddy because they told him they, they did not want him you at You sit this one out, bro. Yeah, they're like, bitch. Uh, Apollo Crews versus Grayson Wall. What a great, uh, I was going to say, uh, that great camera, camera work to use that in storyline. For which one? For Diamond Mine and the whole yeah. knee thing. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. Uh, Wendy Chu, and uh, you know this is all I got, defeats uh, Tiffany Stratton in an all-lights-out match via the top rope Vader bomb. So I was not oh, going. It was okay. the main event, and I'm not taking notes on this bullshit. Highlights include her brandishing some Legos from a pillowcase. That was the main event? Yes. Not, I, not, I, not, not Tyler, Tyler Bates. No, wow. no, no. You're trying to sell. You put him in the top the, 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 the top segment. And then you're supposed to sell that he's a great, he can take on anyone. I mean, if you think about, like, we've never seen Wagner versus uh, Breaker, right? Yo, that's insane. And so he, the fact that he's beating him, you're supposed to make him look strong. But then, no, we're doing the light. You know what they did? They turned the lights down, and it, it actually was a lights-out match. Like, they, we turned the lights down, and then uh, it's anything goes. I'm like, so you guys just basically ripped off the non-sanctioned match? Wow. The, you t- that's why the Legos and stuff were in there? Bruh. She, she put her through a, a, a bed. That had the wooden slats like it was a table. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> because she likes to sleep. And the, and the worst part about it, uh, what's her name? Stratton had these ridiculous, and because black Twitter went off, she had this tan all of a sudden, and then she had her hair braided back with these long, obviously attached, like sewn in extensions, pink extensions like these long ass like uh, cornrows. Mm. Like kind of like remember when Kim K did that with the braids, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But she had it braided oh. back, and it was just like, yo, what the fuck? This is not even your character at all. What are you doing? That's weird. Yeah, and I don't know if they were like, well, you know, people braid their hair when they're going into combat. I'm like, no, they put their hair up in a ponytail. Said the people that don't braid their hair. Said the people that don't combat. have hair. <laughs> I like, say, I'm like, said the people shut that, up, Mr. That, Neckbeard. That have never done that ever. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Neckbeard, no telling me what to do about hair. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was pretty much it, man. 
Um, and I know this first hour ran a little long, but hey, man, this is what we do. Yes, we, we reported what it is. No worries. I'm going to blow right past this AEW review, and, man. But yeah. a lot did happen in terms of uh, all-out implications. But, yeah. We'll yeah, it feels it. like it's getting a little fast track. But, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll get there. But, yeah, we're going to be right back, pay bills, and then we'll be right back with the review. What is going on? Quincy Jones Go. You already know what time it is. It is go time. It is that time for the Quincy Jones Show album to officially drop the countdown. It's been over. Y'all have been fair worn, been given plenty of time. It's been a long time coming. Labor of love, man. 11 tracks. You already know what it is. Featuring Kid Dryden and, of course, the best damn tag team partner in the business. Doc Lesnar, man. I got uh, featuring the, the first three singles on the whole shebang. No Mercy, King, plus we got OMG, man. Not to mention the bad guy. Y'all can check all that out and more. It's going to be everywhere you go to stream music, man. iTunes, Apple Music, Pandora, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. I mean, hell, it'll even be on, on social media. Y'all can even start using it for all y'all little loops, all y'all little memes. All y'all little reels, it really don't matter. Just tap in. Let me know what y'all think. I appreciate all the feedback, man. You already know the Quincy Jones Show. We here, baby. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yep. Yep, and we are back to yes, light the fuse for that data of our review. Oh, hey, hey, y'all, y'all don't know. Do <laughs> single. Yeah, do single all the way. We was hyping it. We was hyping it, man. Oh, man. But, yeah, we got more on uh, all that later. It's light it, though, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's go ahead. But uh, we kick it off hot, man, with a uh, face-to-face segment scheduled with Chris Jericho, who quickly yeah. highlights the post-match events that led to the face-to-face before cueing Daniel Garcia's entrance. You're a wrestler, chance start, but Jericho shuts the crowd up and tells Garcia he wants an apology for his actions last week. Garcia said he had a 30-minute dream match against his hero Danielson, which Jericho knew was special, but when Brian went to shake hands out of respect, Chris ruined that moment for him. Jericho is sorry he feels that way, but reassures that moment is the first of many for Garcia's career as he truly believes he is the future of the business and the greatest sports entertainer in the world, but wants to hear him say it. Uh, Jericho this, is demands- good, this is a really good segment. Yeah, it, re- it really was. Really, really, really good, really good for Daniel. Definitely. Jericho demands Garcia to refer to himself as a sports entertainer while more Euro wrestler chats start up again. But because uh, before you can answer, Brian Danielson enters the situation with a mic of his own and he identifies Jericho as a bully instead of a mentor, then tells Garcia to be whoever he wants to be, although he does tend to agree with the crowd in believing he's a wrestler, not an entertainer. And uh, Jericho starts demanding again, more aggressively this time, but Garcia refuses to make such a big decision in public while put in the middle of his mentor and hero, then tells Jericho to leave him alone. Uh, Garcia turns to leave, but Jericho grabs his shoulder, inciting Daniel to instinctively shove him to the ground with instant regret as Jericho looks bewildered as Brian laughs. Fans chant, you deserve it, as um, Garcia leaves the ring and curiously exits through the face tunnel. Saw that. Mm -hmm. Saw that. But but, but I also noticed that Brian Danielson comes out through the heel tone. Yeah, he consistently does that though. Hey, details is crucial. 
<laughs> Brian tells Jericho he's not a big fan of sports entertainment, but he was pretty entertained by what just transpired before Jericho expresses how he can't stand Brian being called the best wrestler in the world today when he's yet to see it in the 15 years of knowing him. Uh, he says he's the greatest of all time when it comes to longevity, Go. reinvention, and changing the course of wrestling history and reminds Brian he's also the last survivor of Stu Hart's dungeon and knows way <laughs> more about wrestling than Danielson ever will. Ever! The thing about that is he's never even touted that until, uh, who was it? That he, was it Eddie Kingston popped that out? Or, yeah. or was it uh, Mox? Mox? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like, now he's it. like, yeah, let's add that. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you're right. Lower thirds? Let's, let's go ahead and make it lower lower tenths now. <laughs> he's like, seriously. <laughs> I got more to say. I got this more shit, accolades to say. He's the shit that started to the matitude, bro. Like, <laughs> Oh, dude. Little, little Jericho factoid. It's yeah, real, real talk. Uh, Brian takes Chris to task by hypothetically asking who his mentor, Stu Hart, and hero Owen Hart would say was the better wrestler between them two before teasing a match that Dang same night in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Jericho. <laughs> Jericho. Dragon. It's the American Dragon. You nugget. Jericho, you still a shit. <laughs> oh, man. Jericho says if the American Dragon wants to face the Lionheart, then he's got it at All Out next Sunday. But <laughs> reminds him for Jericho, too. He oh, actually yeah. had a good shining in Definitely. this. Definitely. He reminds yeah. him he did choke him out last time that they were uh, in the ring and put him on the shelf and threatens yeah. to do it again and warns him to watch his back when Danielson is blindsided by a clothesline from Jake Hager and left lane with a power slam before they uh, pose for dominance. So you're ready for this? Yes, sir. I was... Uh, Wondering why he didn't say that not only is the greatest of all time that he's a wizard. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, because he's going to blow fire at the dragon to the buildup, right, at some point, huh? That, how do you know how is that? Hey, I was right the last time. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, you were. You were. We'll see. Uh, Jay he, Lethal. He, he needs a little bit, just a little bit getting Look. into the, if he can blind him, mm -hmm. he might have a shot. <laughs> Might have a shot. All right, Daddy Magic. Uh, uh, Jay Lethal taking on Dax Harwood of uh, FTR, match, man. man. Yeah, definitely good. Cash gives Dax a good luck hug and retreats to the back, and uh, Lethal responds in combat, sending his crew to the back. High-octane technical stalemate immediately kicks the match into yeah. gear as a chop-off ensues early on between the two, and Dax gets the better of it before an avalanche rushing leg sweep from Lethal from the second rope before picture-in-picture. Picture. Lethal works over Dax's shoulder and arm throughout the commercial and then comes back, teasing the hail to the king elbow drop, but Dax cuts him off. Yeah. It took way too long. Too long, yeah. <laughs> Lands a pair of German suplexes and then uh, turns Jay inside out with a release German suplex. Yeah. He goes for another German, but Jay counters and attempts a figure four, but settles for the lethal consequences instead for a two count. Dude, I thought he may have, uh, he landed like, landing on awkward. his shoulder. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, man. but you know what? That's that same shoulder you sold. That's what I was, what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, lethal threads Dax's leg on the second row for a dragon screw and uh, drills him to the guardrail with a suicide dive, then applies a figure four, but Harwood does get the rope break. He goes for the lethal injection, but uh, Dax counters with a scary looking slingshot Liger mm. bomb for a very near fall. Uh, many dueling counters begin as they battle for pins and submissions only for Harwood to roll up lethal in a schoolboy and then follow through with a nice sharpshooter. He gets interrupted yes. by Sanjay in the apron and accidentally collides with them head first, allowing Lethal to uh, capitalize with a roll-up. But Harwood manages to kick out and take part in another battle of pins with Jay countering with, in, uh, with his own O'Connor roll and gets a handful of tights for the win. Post-match, Sanjay cuts a promo saying despite challenging FTR and Wardlow to a trios match at All Out, he never specified who will be part of their team and says Lethal will be teaming with some very close friends and then a vignette of the Motor City Machine Guns plays, confirming that them as his tag partner yeah That's i thought that, that was a pretty cool uh pretty so, cool surprise yeah. i mean they need to sell this thing yeah i just wanted to comment on on dax <clears throat> that dude dax the axe he the way he i love the way he flatbacks mm -hmm. 
every time. You can tell he just cares. Because the thing is, it's like, you know it's a flatback, but the way he does it is he does it like he knows he's going to fall, but he's trying to still protect his body yeah. on, the, on the way oh, down. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to, this is how we fall. Yeah. And I'm taking, oh, you're, you know, because you've seen those guys that, that line up and take the bumps. Yeah, I was going to say, and then line up their hands just right. and Yeah. Yep. yep. So, yeah, he it's. Awkward's better. What we say all the time. It's the little things. Yeah. Teeny tiny. And I think you're going to have a little bit on this next part as we get a backstage promo with Thunder Rosa. Teary-eyed mm. as she reveals she must step down as current AEW Women's Champion. And she's not able to defend the title due to injury. She adds that there will be a match at All Out to determine an interim Women's Champion. And wishes Tony Storm the best of luck. We reassure everyone she'll be back better, stronger, and with a bigger chip on her shoulder. That match will be announced to be a fatal four-way, which involves Hikaru Shida, Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, and uh, Tony Storm. It should have been Makiero instead yeah. of Shida. Because no one is even psyched that she's in that I, match. I think I'm not going to lie to you. To me, I, I felt like I like Hater and Britt in there because it teases finally a split. Yeah, because they haven't been doing much with Britt. They've been just yeah. keeping her on ice way too long. But it makes me also wonder if like it would have been better to just put anyone, all former champs. Like if I mean, they could have put, put Madison Rain in there since they just had Madison Rain come through. Yeah, but oh, man, that match with Jade was so clunky, dude. I, I, that was that was tough for me to watch. Mm. Well, whose fault do you think that was? I think it's just unfamiliarity, or I mean, and and time away. Uh, who knows? Well, I mean, well, Madison, she she was wrestling with Impact, yeah, for a while. But also, Jade is still a little under under experience too. So maybe I don't know. I that's I want to say inexperience and unfamiliarity. Yeah, I think you know, that, yeah, that, combina- that combination mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. kind of lethal. But speaking of, so this is coming from Waste Wrestling. Um, they alluded to some supposed resentment towards Thunder Rosa. Uh, first of all, I want to say those tears obviously look shoot, so I knew something was up. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were saying there was some some uh, story about her having resentment to, or resentment towards Thunder Rosa from Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. Hmm. saying that uh, describing Rosa and Britt Baker as quote-unquote mortal enemies. Wow. Haters' issues with Rosa seem to have transpired after Rosa inadvertently broke her nose during their match at Battle for the Belts. Yeah. Supposedly the story is, but it's not uh, confirmed that Rosa supposedly hid in the bathroom in fear of possible repercussions from breaking her nose during the match. So. um, But they're saying, yeah, for those that don't know, she relinquished her title due to an injury during Dynamite this week. Uh, revealing the fatal four-way you were just talking about. There's a belief that Rosa isn't, in fact, injured, and she was removed from television only to cool things off in the women's division, mm. possibly. But the then other, you, the other talk Brit was... and Hater in the match? Mm. Well, the talk was supposedly it was like some bulging discs or something like that, too. Oh, okay. So who knows uh, what, you know. I, I, but, yeah, there's, I guess, supposedly some other stuff going on with this whole nose thing. I mean, I, no one's ever really... Confirming this or whatever, I mean, but, we I brought it up a couple episodes. Oh, ago. it's from Ringside, so we'll have to mm. take that with a grain of salt. I mean, I know she definitely did suffer a broken nose, though. At, but, but yeah, that, that yeah, that's undisputed. But, but, yeah, but all the other stuff, yeah, that's mm, that's uh, a little distressing, man. Especially adding to all the stuff we talked about earlier. Well, I mean, because it says uh, I, I don't. I'm just gonna read this. I mean, because I got a uh, a text. I don't know who who this is, but this is someone's fucking. Um, uh, uh, fucking source. It says, we've had talent contact us on both sides of things regarding Rosa, with many saying that she's worked hard to help get other young women's talent booked and others that perceive her as developing an ego and being difficult to work with. Those that we've talked to who work with her at uh, Mission Pro Wrestling have said positive things about her leadership when she's around. 
we've been unable to confirm the reports that Thunder Rosa hid in a bathroom after uh, the Jamie Hader spot. Rosa is said to have an injury, but the actual injury is unknown, speculated to be related to bulging discs. Okay, that's where it is. And then the extent of the injury isn't known, but it isn't a kayfabe situation by the company either. So. Mm. Okay. Well, let me. I guess we'll see what happens with that. But as we roll along, yeah, uh, people who are familiar with each other, uh, Colton Gunn taking on uh, Papa Ass, I guess, if you want to call him <laughs> Billy Gunn. Uh, and, uh, we got That's Sel- Daddy Ass. Daddy Ass, there you go. Soakley Hathaway is shown watching from the front row before the acclaimed intro Billy Gunn with a rap about how you should have used condoms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Colton starts off evading, posing, and powdering in the corner while Billy responds uh, to a Who Your Daddy chant by pointing at himself to a decent pop. Uh, Billy finally forces Colton to powder outside after flooring him with a running shoulder block and giving a pose of his own before picture-in-picture. Uh, Billy clotheslines his son to the floor and crotch chops him during picture in picture, which incites a don't bite off more than you can chew from JR on commentary. Because <laughs> he literally said, suck it. And then that, that's what JR said in response. I was like, oh, okay, you, you must know we on picture in picture, bro. Yeah, yeah, you are. We were making hog jokes. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we returned from a break with Austin distracting Billy from the floor, allowing Colton to start his dad with a right hand. Uh, Billy regains control of the match, and Stokely jumps the rail and attacks uh, Caster from behind with the acclaimed boombox. And then Austin, then uh, he shoves Bowens into the still steps, who distracts the ref long enough for Colton to low blow his dad and hit the Colt 45 for the win. Post-match, Stokely joins the guns in the ring and hands them each a business card, which they happily take with a smile now that the dad isn't in the way. And then gun clubs start to stomp out, building the acclaim when Swerve and our glory make the save and chase the heels off into the crowd. Uh, the acclaim get to their feet and they exchange confused looks with the tag champs. Obviously, they have some recent history with each other, uh, with Swerve and Woody, yeah. you know, and all that welcoming committee type stuff, you know. Uh, but uh, Keith helps Billy to his feet before they continue to stare down with uh, Caster and Bowens. I got more. Than <laughs> yeah, that I later. remember that that segment. You you rap? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole, exactly. Um, I was gonna say that uh, they're called the Guns, actually. I believe now because in their Titantron, I saw it was changed to the, oh, gun, the, guns? the Guns. Yeah, okay. not the club. So I guess okay. two two guys don't make a club. <laughs> I mean, that does make sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, let's, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we get uh, a backstage interview at Death Triangle and Aussie Open. Uh, uh, What's his name? Pac says, no, Osprey says it's good to see Pac since their last uh, in ring showdown ended in a 30 minute draw. But he brought his friends this time, and all they got on their minds is more gold for the United Empire. Pac tells Will he and the Lucha Bros decided they're not going to kill them, they're going to murder them. As, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, as the United okay. Empire will find out the hard way why uh, the AW is Death Triangle territory. So Yeah, they said that they're like, they been waiting for this moment too. Yeah, I, was, I was like no for real because everyone always thought of them as the first trios champions too so it's yeah. like oh okay but it's like it just happens that a uh, Pac has to already be a champion while this goes on so. yeah it, it, but so was Osprey. I mean, that, that's what I liked oh, yeah, about the match, you know. So, but uh, Britt Baker taking on Kylan King. Uh, she, uh, we see some footage from AEW Dark that plays uh, during Britt's entrance, or I guess they uh, there was a confrontation between the two that ended in uh, King winning a brawl where she whipped her into the guardrail. And uh, Kylan gets a nice Ohio greeting from the hometown crowd during her entrance, and then the match kicks off. Baker hits an early sling blade, but King responds with a diving shotgun drop kick. Um, you know. I, I don't want to, I mean, it's not a lot. I mean, basically, you know, she does get hit with the curb stomp. She pulls out the, you know, the the, the glove, lock jaw. 
then like you know, a glove. Not to overshadow Kylan because she did have a really good look. It's just the better, bigger story was the post match uh, promo where you know she kind of teases Rose's injury and reminds the crowd how she competed with a broken freaking wrist during her entire title reign. Uh, you know she zeroes in on Tony Storm and tells her all out it'll be the first time she's on a pay per view that someone actually gives a damn, but only because they're she's in a match too. And then Storm beelines down the ramp with no entrance theme, which I was a really big fan of. And then she gets attacked from behind from Jamie Hayter before reaching the actual ring. The attack continues, and then we see Hikaru Shida uh, enter the fray with her kendo stick and chase off Team DMD as uh, Tony Storm gets to her feet. And I guess, you know, it's the build to the Fatal 4-Way. So. I mean, yeah, and I, I know it's jumping ahead, but I saw that they booked a tag match with the faces and the heels. Which, which you st- kind of saw. Yeah. 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 But that, that's what I'm saying. Like, even when Shida came out there, the fans were like, just whatever about yeah. it. Like, I oh. think it's just been such a long time because I almost didn't recognize her because she's changes her look a little, yeah i was about to know, say that too every so often so like, uh next we get a backstage segment with swerve in our glory and the acclaimed swerve? uh <laughs> swerve says they're saving a lot of tag teams lately but admits that they actually love the acclaimed uh keith lee adds they notice that uh, they are ranked now and decided to save them earlier because they think they'd be good opponents to face it all out for the tag titles caster says they don't need their praise or help because they're the best homegrown tag team in AEW, which is a good argument and uh bowens accepts the challenge and vo- uh, vows to leave all out with their belts because everybody loves the acclaimed I love that. I love how Swerve looked at him all weird. No, he's like, not anymore. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Not no more, I do. (laughs) Uh, And uh, next, we get a surprising bout. Uh, The Undisputed Championship match that had been, you know, accelerated a lot of gas poured on the fire last say, week it was like yeah that's that was my just my main thing was like why i was like kind of bewildered because i did end up watching it i talked to mark for a bit and i already yeah. kind of knew what happened but i just wanted to see how it happened yeah um oh, did it get spoiled for you yeah i mean which was fine okay uh because i i, I would have hated to <laughs> sit up there and not get spoiled that that it was just like this three minute thing yeah and like yeah, the way it was it like went literally down. 259 <sighs> sheesh man um, yeah, I don't. It's, yeah, this was uh, almost like Cena and Brock <laughs> when he first came back. I mean, a little bit. But, but it's weird because it's like this is your world champ coming to unify the championships. Like, what happened? Is he still hurt? Like, what, what's? Are we just trying to get the belt on someone who could actually defend it at the pay per view? Like, what? I'm sure there's there's some method to this madness. I'm not it, against it, Mox looking this, you know, yeah, dominated in his hometown, but it's just a lot of questions raised yeah, because I, I have um, a little bit on it, but it's I have more. I mean, it still leaves questions to be answered. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, true. But um, you know, commentary note: it's been eight years since the two shared a ring together. They point out how far both men have come since then uh, during Mox's entrance, and we get proper intros and a slow stare down as the match gets cooking quick. When Mox begins the brawl with Punk in the corner, Punk slaps Mox and returns some rounds, and then hits an early roundhouse kick before immediately grabbing the foot he planted with and screaming in pain. Was that a shoot? You think? I, I I can't tell. I mean, because the way he yelled made it sound yeah, really bad. Yeah, but he's bad, also right? on heels. You know what I mean? He's becoming and he's really good at at selling. <laughs> you know, you're so, talking about the show yeah you know what i mean he's i was a, like he's wait, an what? actor and i was like yeah actor, his heel you know? his heel hurts yeah yeah i'm like oh, oh you mean stars <laughs> yeah exactly so who knows you know but he's definitely selling it and uh even you know if you look back at the uh replay like i think i was telling you off um mike it just seemed like his foot jerked opposite ways than it should have you know i'm not too sure but i think i think this could be a sell like mm-hmm. you say because um 
I, well, I, I'm gonna let you get into yeah, it, yeah. and then, then I'll talk about why. Uh, yeah, you know, with, with the post match and stuff. Yeah, no problem. Uh, referee Paul Turner calls to Doc Sampson, but Mox gives no fucks and hits Punk with a King Kong lariat. He did delivers not give some, any fucks. <laughs> nah, delivers some hammer and anvil elbows. He tries to fight him off, but he can't after a while, and he twists Punk's foot into an awkward looking ankle lock, then picks him up. Hits the two paradigm shifts in a row, or Death Riders, and uh, pins while flipping the bird become undisputed AEW World Champion. Nah, it, it was paradigm shifts because yeah. the Death Riders are only in New Japan. Yeah, what's his name called? Death Riders. Oh, so, did he? Yeah, uh, Excalibur. Well, pick a side. Pick a oh, side. Yeah, so uh, Paul Turner, Doc Samson, and the ringside trainer check on Punk's foot while uh, Mox talks his shit and commentary question <laughs> if Punk tried to come back too soon. Uh, he's up to his feet by Samson. Yeah, they and were the padding the fuck out of, out of him. To be oh, honest. yeah. Yeah. And uh, takes one long, heartbroken look over his shoulder at Mock celebrating in the crowd before limping up the ramp to the back. Um, so what I've heard is that this finish was actually Mox's idea, and that it was something that Punk report, uh, I guess, eventually agreed to. But I don't know what led to it being the, like why they he this finish needed to be what it was. Like if it's because of injury, if it's because someone's not 100%, I don't know about that part. So that's one question still unanswered. What I do know is a lot of people think that they needed to push sales for the Cleveland show, and that's why they pushed it to be, you know, on this show. Makes sense. But a lot of people are arguing if maybe the the other reason is because this would have been the finish anyway – but they thought, let's do it on TV yeah, instead could, of doing they, it on a pay-per-view. They definitely could have done, done that on a pay-per-view. Yeah, so that's all I've heard on it. But I thought it was interesting that it was something that was pitched by Mox himself. I, again, don't know the grounds for <laughs> like, why. I'm not going to lie. Like, just because you saw how it was. Even at I the just end, fuck you up. You even know? at the end, <laughs> he was raining those elbows. You see Punk actually at some point kind of take He's his trying elbow to... and like tell, like trying to like make him stop yeah. and you see him like nah fuck you bro mm-hmm. and you see him even twist his arm even more like he's gonna fucking take this and I was like yo I think he's fucking him up because he's tired of the, sh- the fucking shit he's causing in the back or maybe that's what he's selling mm-hmm. I don't know but it I was felt like, like it was low key for Eddie <laughs> maybe bro you know what I didn't even think about that because the, <laughs> the only thing I was thinking I was like obviously did, some of this is work because the way that he did the whole like you said look around at the end mm. I was like, this looks like the the the, the terms, and I told you off camera to, or off off mic, seats for a heel turn because the way that he beat him down, and the time he did, that's kind of reminiscent of how his MMA career yeah. happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, and very yeah. You were, so like parallels, but, baby. But like they, he could be like, okay, I'm gonna redo this to be the ultimate fucking villain because I didn't, I couldn't do that. Mm. I mean, that's all he ever hears, right? Is oh yeah, but you couldn't cut it a fucking UFC. All that bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah. And what if he's genius enough to turn that into a fucking storyline, apply a catalyst for yeah. something super? Yeah, uh, take in the, the works. Take you know? the general skeleton of that and apply it. Because yeah, he could even come back saying, "I beat myself. You didn't beat me." Yeah, like, you know what that, I mean? that's that whole why. Thing. Yeah, and it, I mean, and talk shit me, about the crowd and it didn't two, care about him. Yeah, that too. You know, what I mean, the crowd so. not not sympathizing with him being heard them cheering yeah you know i came I mean? back like, too early for you guys that yeah, all kind yeah yeah 100 yeah. like oh he can even blame tony what they call him the but you uh promos it's, it's, yeah, yeah but he could even blame tony too like tony yeah, yeah. needed me to sell this and whatever you know what i mean but who my thing is this that this is and i'm gonna let you go because when you told me that this was mox idea i'm like so let me get this straight he's okay with this three minute total overtaking 259 you know what i mean <laughs> this whole overtaking right mm-hmm. Just dominance. Yeah. But he he wouldn't put over Hangman. 
in a competitive match. That's insane to me. Yeah, and it, at first when I saw it happen, no spoilers. When I saw it happen, I was like, yo, I think he low-key is like, get this fucking strap off me. Like, let me get out of here. Like, that's, oh. what, I, that's what I thought at first, you know, because all the that's reports. Enough, no. but, but when you flip the coin on what you're saying, now I'm thinking, like, maybe everything we're hearing is just to snowball his heel turn and use it on screen and – you know, let's not act, let's not, you know, let's not mince words and act like we live in a fancy land. You guys have heard all the issues. Blah, 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 you know, like and and I think that I was going to say, and we've seen it in WWE where they could have capitalized more properly on something, but instead they were like, no, 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 we'll mm. do it this way and we'll, we'll, we'll do it away from this. And it's like, no, we could, there's some stuff of this, but there's part of it you're leaving out that we could really use to anchor yeah. something, some of this down. And people aren't dumb. They, you know, but they would, they choose to ignore stuff like, like, no, it's not canon. Yeah, yeah, no. Then why do we have social media accounts with these names in them if it's not canon? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, seriously. Uh, And just to to skip ahead a little bit to the backstage promo, Moxley would then cut, you know, he's fired up sarcastically, you know, I'm sorry, was that not how that was supposed to go? You know, and basically says, best in the world, my ass, babe. (laughs) Get the bacon ready. Yeah, seriously, man. He says, anyone who was surprised are the same people who were ready to write his obituary the way the day Punk came back to AEW. Says, those people don't matter and never did because the answer to every problem in pro wrestling is always John Moxley because no one can do what he does because he is pro wrestling. He's not just a guy, but he's the guy in this business because he follows no rules and has zero limitations to what he can do in the ring. His time is right goddamn now. And then storms off. The other thing I, uh, I was going to say is I, I, I studied Punk on the entrance. Mm-hmm. No boo boo face at all. Yeah, he did have a little limp, but I feel like he's kind of had that mm-hmm. <laughs> for since he. I mean, he was he was hopping back, on it like the week before, right? Wasn't he yeah. hopping on it or something? Yeah, he's like, doing too much. Trying to be like, look, I'm healthy, bitch. Yeah. You're not. Mm-hmm. Yep, bitch. You guessed. It. Yeah, a week. Just a week ago. <laughs> that's, yeah, how, that's how it feels. Uh, uh, so uh, we got a couple segments in the main event. Uh, Christian Cage backstage segment. He's shown wearing an arm good. brace. Uh, yeah, as on, a result. On, 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 this is real good. Very good. On his guru shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the turtleneck. Seriously, man. Yeah, yeah. Real, real, real despicable. Heel. Yeah, despicable me vibes. Yeah, real bro. deal. It's, it's despicable Christian, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's wearing an arm brace that was, as a result of last week's brawl with Jungle Boy, uh, uh, Giovanni. Scavani. Scavone. Uh, there you go. Uh, Asked him about JB's challenge for All Out. He says he gave uh, Jungle Boy a last chance to make amends for losing the tag titles and for the horrible comments he's made towards him. That admits he said some horrible things himself, but his words were tough love while Jungle Boys were, <laughs> you know, all carried malice. Says he tried to motivate Jungle Boy to become the best version of himself, but he was too stupid to realize that because he thinks he's better and smarter than he actually is, but he'll never be as smart as Christian Cage. Love that uh, third person shit. Uh, then calls him out for trying to injure him last week and for having to, the audacity to challenge him to a match because he's already seen and done it all in his career, and he's an anomaly. He is special, and despite not being 100%, he accepts the challenge and vows to show him why he's not in his league in Chicago. Luchasaurus is going to turn yeah. on Jungle it's Boy. It's got to be. It's got to be. And that's going to be the split. Yeah, and I'm not mad at it because there was I, some interest could, in what they were doing before yeah. they realized they were like, oh, no, he was just uh, keeping you. Doing all this, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just stretching it out. Yep, I mean, yep, this, yep. this this was a very slow burn, and I, I don't know if it it's gonna win to any awards. <laughs> that's the best. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that's but right it, there. But, it, but I'm glad it's finally, you know. But uh, Ricky Stocks, baby, Ricky Stocks. This was a great, great promo. promo. Since God, he's hurt, he's man. pissed. 
from losing the FTW title, Team Taz disbanding, dealing with the factory, and of course Hobbs turning on him. He knows it's show business, not friend business, but he thought he could trust Hobbs as he was calling him every day to check on him when he broke his neck last year. Says Hobbs seemed excited for his return, but mm. realized when people want to see you do good, they never want to see you do better than them. He blasts Hobbs for his humble beginnings as Britt Baker's security and says it took him, he took him from being a background player to having a seat at his table whenever he ate they both did whenever he got the spotlight he made sure it was big enough for the both, both of them, them yeah. mm-hmm. he, he should have seen it coming after he turned his back on a nightmare then gets emotional calling yeah, out what Hobbs was, what was that about Cody remember who, who he turned whose back so that's how Hobbs joined Team Taz it was Team Taz going against Cody and, and I think I don't know if it was Hobbs maybe it was Cody and Hobbs versus Brian Cage and uh, Ricky Starks at the time. I think it's oh, what okay. it was. Or it might have been a six-way. I, I can't remember. Well, wasn't Mox in that, too? I think Mox was part of yeah, that. So yeah, it was yeah, like a six-way, Yeah, right? it was yeah, a yeah. six-man. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Hobbs ended up turning. So. Yeah, because that was back when he was on um, Willpower. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willpower. Yeah, that was a dope name. <laughs> and uh, he, gets, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he gets emotional as he calls out Hobbs for purposely attacking his neck after knowing how close he was to losing his wrestling career when he got injured. Yeah, man. He uh, used to consider Hobbs a friend, but now he's nothing but a low-down, dirty, slimeball, scheming snake. And where he's from, they cut the heads off of snakes. I love that. And then he quotes New Jack City and tells him to bring his $5 ass to Chicago for a fight at All Out. This Love is me. good. This is, I mean, I wish, mm-hmm. um, like I, we said Hobbs had, had, you know, he got some TV time. Yep. I think he could have done a little bit better, but I, I did like the gist of, you know, I think he's, you know, him getting the the wheels for mm-hmm. himself as a solo act now, I think, you know, that that's going to come to fruition because he, he definitely has a ridiculous amount of potential. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Uh, Both guess, of them, obviously. But yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, sky's the limit. I mean, in my opinion, so. I think they could have a long feud. No lie. But yeah, that would, feud. I, I would like it, so. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, match announcements for Rampage. Uh, mixed tags. Uh, Sammy Guevara and Tay Mello now. Uh, taking on uh, Ortiz and Ruby Soho. We got uh, Wardlow. Uh, yeah, what's def- up with that? They just changed her name out of nowhere? Uh, I, I think that's her actual name because I've seen it say Tay Mello on Twitter for a long time. Really? I kept so, thinking her name was Tanara, right? Yeah, I think Mel is the last name. Oh, instead of so yeah, Conti's, it's, Conti's it's, of uh, yeah. she, uh, uh, a kayfabe. Okay. Yeah, that I think maybe that was her former. Because remember, she she was married while she was in NXT, but was divorced. Oh, so that, you're right. That, that's you're the right. only thing I could think of. So. Okay. But uh, yeah, or maybe that's Guevara's that's shoot. Yeah, shoot I was, name. The, I was thinking the same thing. Maybe that's his shoot. Who yeah. Knows? Uh, we got a TNT title uh, open challenge. Ryan Neiman taking on Wardlow. Uh, we'll hear from TBS champion Jade Cargill. They always do this to the TNT champions, bro. They book them fucking stupid. Oh yeah. I mean, speaking God, of something so stupid, is Claudio Castagnoli defending the ROH no build, no against, nothing against Dustin Rhodes? Just two guys, and, and it's gonna be a great match. Yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah. what for? He ain't like last time we seen him was in the Serena Deeb. Yeah. Thunder Rosa stuff. Situation, yeah. Like, and it's like... And then we got the... Uh, he ain't ranked. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah word. Come on, and Then dude. we get a uh, uh, trios tournament semifinal. House of Black taking on Dark Order and a mystery partner, which, uh, we, you know, be interesting who that's going to be. Dynamite. I feel like it's going to be Hangman, and I don't want it to be. We'll see, man. Yeah, I, I mean... Unless they lose, and so he can he can help out. <laughs> you know, so whatever. Yeah, true. Uh, Jake... Uh, maybe it's Brian Cutler. <laughs> Backdoor. Yeah. Or go. Brandon yeah. Cutler. Like, Gotta do it. Uh, Jake Hager takes on Brian Danielson on Dynamite. Tony Storm teams with Hikaru Shida, as we talked about earlier, uh, versus Team DMD, which is Britt Baker and Jimmy Hayter. Uh, and then we get some all-out announcements. It's confirmed. Brian Danielson
Wilson taking on Lionheart Jericho. We'll have the finals of the trios tournament. The Fatal 4-Way we talked about, Tony Storm, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Hikaru Shida to determine the interim AEW Women's World Championship. FTR Wardlow taking on Jay Lethal and, and uh, Motor City Machine Guns in a trios match. That should be a treat. The Casino Ladder Match is going to make a comeback. We got Swerve and Her Glory confirmed to take on the Acclaim for the AEW Tag Team titles. Jungle Boy taking on Christian Cage. Ricky Stocks taking on Powerhouse Hobbs. And uh, that's all I got. They, so they better far. put some good people on in that fucking match. Well, that that casino. The, uh, seriously. Because it's not the Royale. It's the, and I don't, it's, I don't it's want the no surprises. Ladder. I don't mind if they, but it, no, 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 no. You're right. Because it, it, Only if it's someone coming back. And to be honest, it is interesting considering who does kind of finally show his face, so to speak, at the uh, during the main event. But mm-hmm. um, the one thing I was going to say is I feel like they can get some miles at Jericho and Danielson. Yeah. Maybe another match after where Daniel Garcia is like a special guest ref. I was I was surprised this didn't turn into a Garcia uh, on a pole match where it's like, <laughs> the, the, how about the, this? You know, um, you know, you can go, you could be a wrestler, or you could, yeah, or you could be a sports entertainer. You know, like we're gonna fight and whoever wins like gets the you know. The thing gets is, the he can literally you. walk away if he, he don't even need it. Like if he yeah. can decide where he wants to go, this is for nothing. Yeah, he's like, I'm better from it. Fuck, fuck your paperwork. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy more Kangles. <laughs> your word. I'm still a Dragon Slayer every day I wake up. Now, uh, we get the main event. Trios tournament match, Death Triangle, United Empire, a.k.a. Aussie Open. I never, I mean, I guess Aussie Open's the tag team. Yeah. Uh, not the whole crew. The whole crew is with the United Empire, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so Don Callis joins commentary in an effort to score competition as Phoenix and Osprey start the match off with a battle of agility to immediately fire the live crowd up. Uh, Osprey smacks away a handshake attempt uh, from Phoenix and then starts a domino effect of high boots and super kicks that lead all men to brawling in the ring. Phoenix with uh, hits a uh, double handspring cutter to Aussie Open, then joins uh, Death Triangle for his stereo Tope, Kunhilo, and Spaceman plancha combo two to three on the outside before working over Osprey during picture in picture. There's like three commercial breaks. With now, this dude, I was surprised that I was like, I looked, I was like, yo, these fools got 30 minutes. Yeah, I was very surprised. I thought yeah. something crazy was gonna happen, but it was all trio. So yeah, it was. Uh, we return for commercial break with Osprey hitting a amazing sky twister press to Pac and Penta at ringside as uh, Aussie Open launch him midair towards the corner for a shotgun drop kick yeah, that, that sends Phoenix, Phoenix's jaw to the second row for sure. Uh, Fletcher, <laughs> yeah. Fletcher and Davis use quick tags to cut the ring in half and work over Phoenix, but he's able to make a comeback and take out Aussie Open before hot tagging Penta, who hits a pair of sling blades and uses the Casadora on Davis to roll through and hit Fletcher with a crucifix driver. Very crazy looking. Uh, Osprey with the handspring corkscrew in Zaguri on Penta, followed by a botch power slam cutter combo. I think it was what Aussie Open was trying to do. Uh, but Phoenix breaks the pin before another commercial break. Uh, I don't know if you saw this during that commercial break. Osprey chopped Phoenix so hard he fucking like backflipped over the car. No, I missed that. It's yeah, I'm, I I actually screen recorded it, so I got to show you that after we go off the sure. air. It, it's very it's worth the watch. It's just like wow, that's a lot of sell, but it seems like it's all Osprey. <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. Oh, man. Have you um, seen him hit those backhands? The the, the, the blade? Oh, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. I think that's all Osprey, bro. Uh, anyway, Pack is in the middle of a deadlift German suplex, and Osprey grabs the ropes to block, but Phoenix hits the rope walk PK and kicks Will's hands, allowing him to complete the move for two count. We see, uh, you know, Lucha Bros and uh, Aussie open. They pull Pac and Osprey to the floor, then slide to the ring to brawl, but Pac and Will return to, to the action with double poison Ronis to both teams, and then intensely share a stare down to a very hot crowd. Really cool spot. They exchange strikes, and then Osprey hits the backflip uh, into Gurry combo. 
Follows with Oz Cutter, both men down, and then uh, he gets crotched on the top rope and then gets drilled with a nasty avalanche brain buster before the <laughs> final commercial break. Phoenix returns, snapping off a beautiful rope bounce avalanche. Frank Frankensteiner, but Osprey lands on his feet per usual. Yo, that crowd was like, they they felt so honored to get that spot. Oh, yeah. Because no, you yeah. know you don't get it all the time. And the fact that he just fucking did it so. Oh, yeah, with the usual badassery. Super definitely. swag, yeah. Definitely. He, but he then walked right into a rolling, jumping cutter. We see yeah, Lucha Bros take out Aussie Open with diving attacks outside. While Pac goes for the Black Arrow, but Osprey gets the knees up. Goes for the Stormbreaker, but he counters with a spiking Frankensteiner. Sheesh, Matt yeah. starts to break down as Penta jumps off. Davis is back to hit a Destroyer on Fletcher. And then Pac hits Osprey with a Moonsault Tornado DDT. That thing looks so nice. I mean, you see it in the game. But like to see him yeah. actually do it was just dope. I don't think I've seen and, that. Since and I love how I, I forgot who it was. That like they they sold like oh I guess he caught him. And he's like nope. Yep. Yeah. Hey, no, thank no. you again, fool. Yeah. Exactly. I think that was Osprey here. This is by design. Definitely. Pat <laughs> yeah. goes for the black uh, arrow, but then Fletcher pulls Osprey outside to safety, and then he yeah, resets yeah. to the top of the post and hits a crazy. If it didn't take ball. forever, it would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Pac gets to his feet and then sees Kip Sabian sitting in the front row wearing a box on his head per usual. As contrary to know how he's been stalking the champ lately, he finally confronts him and pulls the box off to reveal a random guy with a bruised eye and his mouth duct taped shut. Before the real Kip Sabian attacks him from behind and hits Deathly Hollow on the floor from the guardrail behind the ref's back. Uh, Aussie open take advantage of the distraction to take out Penta before hitting an assisted Oss cutter with Osprey for the and, win. Yeah, that was a sick how, how they set him up. They're oh, like, yeah, definitely. He was like, hey, give me that one. Oh, you will. You'll get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got you. <laughs> yeah. We got you. Don't worry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, uh, United Empire celebrate the win only to be interrupted by Kenny Omega's music and seeing the Bucks enter on the ramp to send a message. That's what was uh, super interesting because there's been a lot of shit talk back and forth between them over the years. Oh, know? yeah, definitely. And, you know, and, and, you know Callus was sprinkling that on the commentary like he said hey kid go ahead and do this and blah, blah. you know at one point he said i'd love for him to get a chance to be in the ring with omega because as great as the great buddy rogers said there's only one diamond in this business and his name is kenny omega and they're like buddy rogers said that about kenny omega and then taz is like of course and yeah he must have read that online it's got to be true <laughs> <laughs> and then this other call that's completely unrelated was i remember uh, at one point callus goes ask taz how would you deal with the high flyer back in your day how would you ground him? You just get your knee up, or he goes, "No, nah, man, that's a couple of suplexes, a few submissions, send him on his way, get his bags packed." And then Jr. calls it the old thirty-eight special, and then and then, and then Taz's like, "Yeah, man, yeah, you've seen it before." And then Callus uh, goes, "I've called it before," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, the ECW." <laughs> no, days, I was thinking you know? that too. I was like, so, that they have a little bit not of, just the uh, TNA days, you know? Yeah, it's I mean? been so, like I love I loved how uh, he was making fun of someone made a bald joke. Yeah, and then Taz reined in, and then all of a sudden there was like a little quiet, and then Nick Scalber's like. Uh, what was that about Glass Houses has? <laughs> I was dying. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great, man. But Omega does get a bit overzealous. And, and I think uh, they said, oh, you're bald underneath that mask. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, straight, straight up, right? Uh, that's was what funny. I was thinking when you said that, man. It was funny, yeah. uh, But Omega, he does get a bit overzealous, and he teases entering the ring, but Callis yeah. leaves commentary to restrain him as all six men continue to stare down and exchange words as the show ends. And that it's going to be a good man. Whoever it was, whether it was going to be Death Triangle or um, – Obviously, United Empire. It was going to be a great match between them. I'm right? just wondering what the finals will be because I think it's going to be a House of Black versus the Elite. Yeah, I just here's the thing. That sounds cool. I just don't know if I care. Like I, I like it doesn't feel like a really good matchup. Like like they don't have a big guy and Brody's huge. So actually, I you think, know what I mean. I think it would. I think it makes sense for it to be the Elite and Dark Order. Yeah, and then have Hangman in the middle of it. I was kind Maybe. of thinking that, yeah, I, because I was thinking even if okay, so if, if it's not the Bucks, you know, it wouldn't be a, 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 you know, I wouldn't be mad at the United Empire versus House of Black. 
Yeah, I was thinking that too. You know that I mean? that matches up well too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, so I, but you got the Brody Lee and the Buddy Matthews yeah. element of it against uh, Aussie Open. That's pretty good. I will. I will say this: if I got it, in terms of favorites, I would. I would love for House of Black to win the whole thing. But mm. in terms of cool yeah. storylines, I think it makes sense for Dark because obviously we don't have Paragon or Undisputed Elite or I don't even know if they're gonna be called that. Because, and it's you know, funny because I was like UE and UE Undisputed Elite and then United, United Empire, Empire. Yeah, Undisputed Elite. Yeah. Too R- much. Too much. R.I.P. But uh, yeah, that was dynamite, man. Man, um, yeah. I mean, it was a pretty. You know, like I said, I was shocked when I saw that this was the main event. I'm like, well, yeah. what, what the fuck happened in the main or with the the title match? Yeah, word. And then I was like, oh, mm-hmm. so obviously much to do and much to talk about with the fallout on that. But yeah, man. Um, honestly, pretty good TV. Yeah, on both sides a little uh, bit. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, we got a lot of cool matches confirmed. Uh, Sucks we won't get Kingston's uh, and, and Sammy, but I um, wonder oh, what oh, else. Mello is her middle name. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But I also wonder uh, what we're gonna get with the world title because that would have been the main event, and then you do it a week before the the go home. So now it, I'm wondering yeah. who's gonna step up. It's, and then... it's one of those things where maybe it's gonna be whoever wins the ladder match. That's what I'm thinking. If maybe or, they're gonna, or he have... said, "I'll take you on tonight," maybe. Because that's the thing too. The only the reason why I was shocked it was everyone was just a hundred percent already sold that oh they're just gonna have Punk retain in Mox's hometown just to lose it in his hometown to you know in Chicago okay. or or people had also thought that uh, MJF was mm-hmm. going to show up in Cleveland yeah. and cost Moxley that that chance just so that and have and help he Punk can implant win himself to, 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 to in that yeah spot. in Chicago yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but so it was like a bunch of different theories so. You know, I guess a lot of people didn't really think you that. You hear that, Bob? You fucking Mark. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, um, that was the the episode. Yes, sir. Thank you all for tuning in. As always, man, doing yeah. what we do, and uh, you know, you can always stay tuned by following us on social media at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram at Quincy Jones Show on uh, Twitter, as well as backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook and at the Quincy Jones Show on TikTok. Um, Check us out everywhere. Uh, CastBox, uh, iHeartRadio, you know, the great people at True100Radio.com, as well as iTunes and, of course, Spotify, man, every Friday. You know how yes, we do. Yes, sir. Tap in with us. Uh, Russell Wednesdays, every Wednesday. Tap in with us. Shout out to Doc for keeping that, you know, going uh, going real strong, man. Let's I go, appreciate man. it. Yeah. Maybe he'd be, he be, you know, I'm just saying, he'd be having some shirts I ain't even seen yet. So, uh, I'll be popping for for uh, some of the posts when I'll be seeing I'll be tuning Pulling in. Out. And then um, and most of those that you see, like, there's been some new ones, but most of them are like out the crates. You know what I mean? In, so it's in like the, in the in I the mortal this. words of a uh, you know salute with the inside joke. I got more, some more for you. <laughs> got some more for you. <laughs> but also, man, I want to thank you all for uh, you know tuning in and everything I've been doing with the Quincy Jones Show yeah. out, man. Um, as you see, I've uh, got my hands quite, quite filled, you know. And uh, you know, as a matter of fact. Uh, Make sure you guys, if you're listening to this early, if you haven't already, uh, get some tickets to the Rival Show as well, man. I we was just the... going to say, man, if you don't mind, I just want to just go ahead. I mean, yeah, yeah, go just ahead, let man, know, yeah. Like, look, look, bro, I mean, like, we do this show every week, and we love doing it. We enjoy it. We love contributing to this culture, but that's the thing is no one really does it, man, like like, like, like we do. And we consistently do it because we love it, man. I mean, like, for instance, you know, if we talk about I dropped a single with Notice Young, dope, you know what I mean, slapper called uh, Buggin'. You dropped your album last Saturday, killing it. The Quincy Jones Show, the album, 11 tracks of Pure Fire, featuring myself, featuring Kid Dryden, on Spotify, on iTunes, Amazon, all the heavy hitters, every single platform you can think of on both accounts. And then now we got this Rival Pro Show this week as well. Like you said, it's Summer Rising 5, 
fifth year anniversary. Go to yeah. eventbrite.com, search Rival Pro. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's rivalpro.eventbrite.com right now. They can go straight Get up. it. Yeah, yeah. Get it, man. We yeah. got tickets going down this Friday, man. We got Adrian Quest defending that undisputed title against Bestia 666. We got the Wolf Zaddies defending their newly minted uh, Rival Pro tag team t- yes, titles sir. as well against uh, Lucas Riley and uh, Dom uh, Kubrick as well. And it, I mean, it just come through. Toa Low, Toa was a Toa Leona, my Toa Leona got an open challenge now. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Baby. And then, of course, we got uh, the return of Cam Gates uh, with the open challenge oh, to yeah. Sandra Moon. No yeah. DQ. No DQ. Um, plus, we got more stuff in the, you know, we got, we got some new faces. Uh, we're just here to entertain, man. Yeah. And, Let's show up, man. I mean, it's going to be in Baldwin Park, American Legion, uh, 4725, I believe. Yeah, 730 Main, Doors. Uh, yeah, 730 Doors. 830 Bell. Let's roll. Yeah, man. We're yeah. going to be in the building. Come through, network. You know what I'm saying? And who else gives you more to the you know what I'm saying but we love this thing man so go ahead check everything out man check out the music go ahead follow my boy you want to give me uh, all your handles yeah man I think they already know you know they don't even follow me I don't no follow the show don't follow me (laughs) there you go at the Quincy Jones show on all platforms man you know TikTok as well you know what I mean follow your boy at Doc Lesnar as well as at Doc underscore KGS pod for all things this podcast and the new at Lesnar Lesnar's underscore lots for all things having to do with my Mercari store that I constantly tell you guys about wrestling merch autographs figures micro brawlers Funko Pops all the above just come on down check it out and uh, DM me if you're interested but the link to purchase is all up on the uh uh, on the uh, Instagram page. Go ahead, check that out. And of course, follow me on Facebook and Twitter at I'm Doc Lesnar and on every single platform of music because you know the album, This Is Awesome, is still going hard and I'm still having a hard time keeping it straight. Anybody, they're talking about that. Quincy Jones. Yes, show. they are. I they mean, are it's them. your <laughs> goddamn time. <laughs> it's one of those things, but nah, it's, uh, yeah. you know, shout out to Doc for helping me 100, yeah. 100%, uh, 100% with everything, dude. So it's going to be uh, one of those journeys again, man. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me, but, um, until next time, man. Yes, sir. Three Only words got, for uh, about three of them. You know yeah, what I mean? three uh, of them things. I think it's a uh, top, top guys, guys out. out.